guys, the last official episode of uh, Sea Danger Month. Official as in... You're here. M- yeah, me and me and <laughs> Hot Taker here. It's not official after that. It's going to be very special. An extra, extra special. Cause I'm, extra, you know, extra. I won't be talking. But guys, we decide to make this special before the extra, extra special. Extra special. Because <laughs> we're taking a trip down to Wee Perry. And not just to Wee Perry, but Wee Perry in the Roaring Twenties. Get out your Charlestons. As we're talking about Midnight in Paris. Owen Wilson. Rachel McAdams. Ernest Hemingway. Guys, this sta- this cast is stacked. And Woody Allen. <laughs> controversial yeah we're uh yeah we're gonna see how's that gonna go on a very special uh sam does it cha does it even gutter slaughter jt does it let's do it let's listen to the review review podcast that was good that was good now i don't have the fucking music there it is Uh, wee wee! Welcome to the <laughs> review! Review a show where three small town dudes and one dangerous lady. Dangerous lady! <laughs> give you our big, dumb opinions. I, of course, am Troy to the Max Extreme. I'm drinking shoot coke. I'm Dick Douches. <laughs> I'm Chelsea Danger. <laughs> And tonight we are on stop four. Is this already? Oh yeah, yeah I think stop. it is. In the danger train. That's the one where we poop. No, it's the one where we poop. <laughs> you wait you four stops to poop. Well, don't want to take up too much time. For well. how much you shit, well. and you wait for four you stops. You just to told poop. me that cherry tomatoes go right through you. <laughs> they do. This is why I take the loosest. The so how often? Owls. How often do you stop? Well, it varies. Well, well. <laughs> All depends on the guts and what they're telling me. <laughs> hey. uh, we got a lot going on tonight, everybody. We've got... Uh, How much you shit there, old chap? Turn, <laughs> got to turn on random movies. We got a heck, much to heck his hail. of an inbox full of mail. I'm excited for we that. We got mail. some news and the top of the hour. Boom. Ready. We got Midnight in Paris. And we have a, f- a top five tonight. Oh, that's oh, right. Don't oh, forget. That five. you guys keep forgetting about. Don't forget. <laughs> this list is a banger. It a is. real hot banger. Don't you dare forget hot. about that list. Hot banger. Don't forget about that list. Don't forget about that bang list. Don't I don't know. I'm trying to make a sign. Is that Cole Porter? Shares my name. <laughs> Troy Porter. Uh, <laughs> hey, we got... Tony. Tony Porter. That's his alter ego. You didn't oh, know about is. that? Tony oh, that, Wasn't that on our wedding invitation? Yeah. We had a call-in RSVP service, and I is... called it just to see if it was working. They're like... Thank you for calling Chelsea Danger and Tony Porter's wedding. <laughs> and I was like, Tony Porter? Tony I thought your alter ego was Jason Waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to break it to you, Tony oh, Porter. Shoot. He's a real scumbag. God. I'm feeling left out with all the alter egos I don't have compared <laughs> right? to you two. Come on, Dick Douche. <laughs> yeah, Dick Douche over there. Dick Douches. Check the, uh, check the Twitter for that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Real Dick Douches found. 
in walls. That's right. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you just found in walls. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight on CNN. <laughs> uh, guys, we got a little bit of news right up top. You guys a fan of robots coming together? No. To make larger robots? Yes. That no, fight that other menaces? Terrifying. No. I'm a big fan of robots coming. Oh, wow. A lot of a lot of feelings about what I just said. Okay. But anyway, you guys fan of live action anime remakes? No. No. Then you're going to hate this. <laughs> <laughs> because there is a live action movie in the works of the series Voltron. Yeah. It's already got a director attached, and it's the director of Red Notice, Rawson Marshall Thurder. <laughs> I wish that was fake, but that's his real name. Did he journey here from the 20s? <laughs> yeah. He charleston his ass all the way here. Uh, I want to know what the 2020s is like. <laughs> I want to go ahead 100 years. <laughs> and I'm going to direct a motion picture. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not worth it. <laughs> I'm Owen Wilson. Don't, it's a trap. <laughs> That's another reference you won't understand. You won't understand it. <laughs> I'm trying to get my novel made. Oh, no. Midnight in Paris, top of the hour. <laughs> These imitations already. <laughs> oh. uh, guys, did you enjoy Encanto? The eight times I watched five minutes of it? it yes. Great. <laughs> You still haven't watched the whole no, thing? No, I haven't. God. I've heard the song on Hits 1 on Sirius more than I've watched it. I've heard it on Cat FM. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you guys are a fan of the songs, then wait till you hear this. The musical? A single... Yeah. The musical movie is also going to be a musical movie. Oh. Because now <laughs> you, you can watch it as a sing-along oh, version on Disney+. Plus. Oh, fantastic. So you can follow the bouncing ball and sing along to Ooh. You Don't Know About Bruno. You know what? I might actually enjoy that Ooh. more. I might like that, too. I might try it. Might try it. Don't love <laughs> That's that. That's Borat. Might try it. Might try uh, Guys. <laughs> yeah. Are you oh. stoked about Sony's Spermverse or whatever they're calling it? What? <laughs> Spermverse. So it's called Spermverse. Spum or something like that? <laughs> no, it's that Sony. doesn't sound better. This How did real. you make sperm sound more gross? Spum. You almost said no. spunk. It's close. It's spum the Sony Pictures Spider-Man universe. So it's like... Not spum. Spism? Maybe Sony spism. Pictures Spider-Man universe. Sp Spider-universe? So it's like... Sp this is a real Sony? thing, and it it's sounds like of <laughs> but I'm getting it out of order. But it sounds like every time somebody says it, they're going to say spunk. Yeah. Either way. You watching the spunk sounds like verse? if you tried to say sperm and jism at the same time. <laughs> Spermsm? Uh, I'm going to throw up. Watch out for your walls, because they might have some spermsm. Wait, spums. is it the third stop or fourth stop? Wait. Oh, fuck. Fourth? Okay, I'll hold it. <laughs> uh, anyway, hey, what am I trying to say? Oh, yeah. Craven the Hunter is going to be the, one of the next things down the pipeline in yeah. production for Sony. Because they can only use Spider-Man characters. And Craven the Hunter is going to be played by none other than Aaron Taylor Johnson. Who that... also played Kick-Ass. 
who also played Quicksilver, who also played in a Godzilla movie. That sounds like a thing that's happening. It is happening. So watch for it. <laughs> when I, I think of, of manly hunters, Aaron Taylor Johnson is the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> Which one's that? Cherry Cola. Is it a shoot cherry one? cola? It's fucking a shoot cherry cola, guys. <laughs> wow. I might have found my favorite summer drink right now. Really? Mm. I'll say these, these these are good. These hard sodas are not Bud Light found found a a, a means of making seltzers through the hard it soda line. It just doesn't do. sound great to me. It's you good. Try though. One? The first one 100 I, calories. The first one That's I'm having the, that here. That was the cola. It does smell like cola. It does smell like cola. The lemon it, lime tastes like a like a 7 up. I feel Sprite. like the I don't think I want a whole one, but I'll the cola okay. tastes to to like uh, like an RC cola, but you you left it open a minute. Yeah, like a <laughs> tiny bit flat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. The, this cherry cola is. The citrus isn't great bad. Too. Yeah, I, I'm ex- I'm gonna try the orange next. I can't wait. I want to try like that a poor cola. man's fresca. The, oh, I, there you go. These are good. Like I would go buy this right now. For yeah, these are good. Hmm. These might give me gut rot. That's a cold. Yeah, Bud Light, you make. We'll see. I'm gonna drink probably six of them. So we'll see. Give or take two. Hmm. Well, it's good. It's tasty. Good. Hey, guys. You a fan of spinoffs? Am I? I'm a fan of Spin City. Oh, get out of my head, Michael J. Fox. (laughs) Well, then you guys are probably stoked about this. Because the spinoff of Big Bang Theory, Young Sheldon, Uh, has reached its 100th episode. Wow. Guys, proof that there is no God. (laughs) (laughs) It can now go into syndication and receive money for the rest of its adult life. That is the funniest thing you've ever said. Add it to your comedy lineup. Okay, I will. Uh, Damn it. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) Guys, I got sad news. Uh Uh-oh. What happened to Wavy Navy Poo? No. No, no, no. No! (laughs) Something is going to be ending come September of this year. Uh, Is this where you tell me that... (laughs) No. (laughs) Is this how you reveal the divorce? Uh Uh-oh. Maury Povich is going to be retiring (gasps) this year. Are you going to reveal the divorce in the final episode of Maury Povich? (laughs) You are. I'll be revealing if I am or am not the father in this Manila. Yeah, who's going to tell anyone that they're the parents of people? I don't know. How long has he been on for like 30 years? 31 years to be exact. He is 83 years old. Since I was four years old. Yeah, I was going to say, he looked old when he started. Yeah, and he looks exactly the same. That show in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. Can we quick, real quick, I know we got a long show, but... Talk shows you guys remember from the 90s. Because they're all syndicated, right? Yeah. yeah. Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell. I remember oh, that one. Koosh Balls. Koosh. I, I, I watched a lot with like, what my parents would okay. watch. So I like remember the dirty talk shows. That's oh, not Like the, okay. around Maury Povich stuff. Maury. Yeah. Springer. 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 Um, Jenny Jones. You remember Jenny, Jenny Jones? Jones. Yeah. Sally Jesse Raphael with the red glasses. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Donahue. But that was a little early. Donahue. Was Hidalgo How? one? No, that's not Geraldo. Right. Geraldo. Geraldo. Yeah. And there's another one. Uh, uh, Ricky Lake. Ricky Donahue. Lake. That's the one I, I was trying to put Ricky my finger. Lake. Montel Williams. Ooh, Montel. That's right. Where he come out dancing. Montel. <laughs> he would. No, Montel would not come out dancing. He was You're just thinking a of Ellen. black man. Yeah, yeah, he was, just thinking you're of thinking of Ellen. Shit. I'm thinking of Montel Jordan. Uh, Chelsea's had Montel to her list. I fucking hate Ellen. Yeah, I can't stand I Ellen. I fucking hate Ellen. Shocking. You I can't hate stand Ellen. Ellen. Excuse me? I can't. 
I don't hate her. I don't love her anymore. I liked her better in the early 2000s. I like Portia de Rossi. Wow. You can't can't take on without the other, Cole. (laughs) Yeah, they're married. You can't take on without the other. They're lovers. Sorry. God, Uh, there were some good fucking... I do know Jerry Springer's full of shit, though, because I've met... Okay. People, I've met people through my re- like through oh. my wrestling that have gotten contacted to be guests yes. on Jerry Springer. So it's all the work. My best friend Jill, um, her husband's first cousin who lives in Kentucky, real sketch. Yeah. She's been on it like twice, and it's all been a, it was all oh, like yeah. a scam. Oh but yeah. They all like made it made it up. That being said, everyone from Kentucky's a scam artist. <laughs> OJ. No. OJ. OJ, write in how many times you've been on Jerry I'm Springer. Not <laughs> implying anything about the state of Kentucky, I'm implying that she is a hoe bag. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh. Wow. I think she's had every single one Perfect. of her kids taken away from her. Oh. Great. Yeah, she sounds like a piece of shit. Piece yeah. of shit. All right. Um well, I hope you're, you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we got a new mail in just now. Oh, <laughs> how's she listening live? Um, <laughs> oh, shit, guys, I'm streaming. I gotta run. <laughs> I believed you for a second. <laughs> I started sweating. Uh, last bit of news I got. This one's an upper. Oh, okay, good. I need an upper. Good. After that hot summer, I'm trying to balance these uppers and downers, Troy. <laughs> HBO Max is adding a fun little thing while you're watching their television series. Is, is it a fun doodad? The, it is a fun doodad. Oh. It's the shuffle button, so you can watch a random episode of a certain TV series okay. that you may want. Oh, good. I know that we have suggested to have Disney Plus have this for The Simpsons. Yes. Cause, um, oh, that would be cool. Yeah, because uh, FX had that. Yeah. Because you had like 30 years of Simpsons to choose from. So I would play a random episode. For The Simpsons. Yeah. Um, but, I or mean, like if, Seinfeld. That'd be nice. Yeah, Seinfeld would be good too. But I don't know what series like HBO actually has, so you could do this. That's on, why I, I like guess. didn't have a frame of reference. Mike, Game of Thrones, maybe. But why would you want to watch? I know something why like that you... out of order? It's I not say, like a that's, sitcom. That's a yeah. That's a I can't series think of anything. show. Like now, the thing about it, this this news sucks. I'm sorry, guys. Fuck me. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all my news. Goodbye, uh, everyone. On a downer. Goodbye, goodbye, cruel world. I do have some good news, guys. <laughs> Uh, Disney employees have done a walkout yeah. to protest the fact that Disney will not say anything about this don't say gay bill in Florida. Fun. So, uh, yeah, fuck, fuck them. <laughs> not the employees, but fuck Disney for not. In fact, I actually heard like a rumor that I guess Pixar is so on board with saying fuck you to Disney that they are actually trying to willingly find ways to have <laughs> the first gay kiss in a Disney movie for, for Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> good on them. Because oh, I'm like, good. I'd be all for yeah, that. Yeah, there's there's a lot of drama going on there. <clears throat> I I don't pay attention to news. I don't know anything about this. Um, Amanda Bynes, her conservatorship ended today. Similar to Britney Spears, she was under conservatorship because she kind of lost her shit. Has a face tattoo. <laughs> Threw oh, a bong out a window. Michael Mike Tyson has a face tattoo, and he's pretty fucking. Level she headed. looks yeah, like she together. got it in prison. Yeah. Um, yeah, what she do in prison? No, she didn't. Does but she, have she a like SoundCloud rap career. <laughs> she was dating some her. She had some weird fiance who I think was like Post um, Malone. No, that's a real rapper. <laughs> anyway, or singer, but yeah, Amanda Bynes. Her conservatorship officially ended. So this is the year of free Britney, free Amanda. I heard that one ended. A lot less uh, dramatically, dramatically than Britney. But she Spears. was in it. She, I didn't look, but I, I want to say she was in it for a long time. Yeah, I had like no Britney idea. was. So, 
Um, I think they should put Kanye in a conservatorship. Just uh, I think they should launch him into space. I got someone else. He could go with him. (laughs) Homeboy from Texas could go right up in that ship. It's related to Tom Cruise. (laughs) Yeah. His name is Ted Cruz. (laughs) (laughs) Uglier rat face man could definitely accompany Kanye. They would have a I got one more bit of news, and it's some spicy Sony news. Oh, some spicy. Sony. So, uh, about, it is a little bit about the Spum universe. Oh, that's Spum So universe. there's been some early screenings of the new Morbius movie coming out. Oh, that looks so bad. And uh, according to people that have seen it, uh, they're saying that all the Easter eggs and references to, uh, to a possible Spider-Man universe connected to Marvel have been taken out of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like is that breaking that deal breaking down? Uh, it might be. Oh, <laughs> like people right. are actually like, there. People are actually going through the trailer and being like, yeah, all that shit you saw in there, hinting that Sony and uh, Marvel might be working together in this Spum universe. Oh, I found it here. It is. It's Spunk. Uh, Sony spunk. Pictures universe of Marvel characters. Good. Sony Pictures universe of Marvel. Of just not a so it's spunk, but it's spunk. Yeah, S P U M C. Like so, it's actually like harder to say, and actually comes out easier as spunk. Bunt. Yeah. Okay. Bunt. Bunt. It's a bunt. Go on with your uh, but, spunk news. But yeah, people that have people that have gone to these early screenings have said that every single scene where they showed a possible Easter egg, so showing that this might be linking up with the MCU, has been taken out. Wow. <laughs> With the exception of, Uh-oh. with the exception of Michael Keaton does a brief cameo in an after credit scene, everything else has been stricken from the movie. <laughs> I'm like kind of okay with that. Me too. I like it more now. Uh, I so I didn't look this up yet, but I was listening to the Weekly Planet earlier today, and they were like, "If you want some fun stuff to read, go to any Sony Twitter post that is." tweeting about how Morbius is coming out and read the comments in it because nice. it is everyone just like who fucking cares shut up Sony this sucks restore the Snyderverse or something <laughs> <laughs> they're telling Sony to restart the Snyderverse god <laughs> make the Snyder cut of Morbius <laughs> shit that's my last bit of news. I do have one small bit first. Ooh, bit first. A bit first. A bit first. Unless we have a we have a uh, Charles bits. No Charles bits. <sighs> no. Well, that's good, I guess. I no Charles bit. bits. No, oh, no rappers well, died. Oh, this no week. rapper. Just just other people. Yep. Well, then uh, let's get to the uh, let's get to the uh, news bits. Listen close. Listen close. Can you hear it? Are you listening? Are you listening? People dying, it's the pit. Please stay tuned to Neil's bits. Now let me try this cherry cola now. It's better than shoot cola. Guys, so far, Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda is batting two for two for me right now. See how they go. See if they go three for three. Here we go. Didn't they have those uh, gingerbread bullshits? Over the winter, too. Was that Bud, Bud Light? Oh, my God. That is good. Isn't that good? It's, that it's might be my favorite one yet. <laughs> like, holy shit. I could, like, drink these while I'm driving. 
and be fine. Why? <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. I'd be just like my dad. Uh, with that being said, <laughs> oh uh, dying at age 74 of COVID, Gosh. Stephen Wilhite, who is the creator of The GIF. Or GIF, depending oh, on Oh, really? You just told me this or right GIF. I did tell him No that. shit. Or GIF, yeah. Yeah. He when passed was that away. Created? When was that created? When was that put into our universe? Um, 2000. 2004. Early 2000s. Okay. Funny story, I just learned how to make GIFs. I oh shit! Going to say pronounce with my video <laughs> software at work. Oh, shit! So just saying, thank you, sir. Um, I have a bit. I did. Oh shoot! Anybody else have a bit? I have a bit. I don't have a bit. So uh, Madeline Albright died today. What? Yeah, oh shit! She was the um, first female Secretary of State in U.S. history, and shit. was very beloved. And she, yeah, she passed away today at age eighty-four. Damn, Lord. Mm-hmm. Just a I year thought, older than Maury. I thought she was older. Just <laughs> a year older than Maury. I thought she was way older. She's older. Man. Well. God damn, guys. I know. People, it was a people, sad day. People be dying. Well, folks, the time has come. We must open this mail bag and read it. Yep. Read. Okay. Oh. Sorry, I thought we had another letter coming under the wire. Holy shit. Um, this one came in... Oh, I've got the mail scream. Or, oh, yeah, sorry. Right, sorry, to sorry, scream. sorry. To the mail scream. Times two. Right, times two. Always times two, guys. Did times somebody two. scream Always for Jumbo? Oh, no. Jumbo. Did somebody scream <laughs> Jumbo? Get the fuck out of here. Hey, Chelsea's shoot. tired. Get what? out. Hey, get out of here. Hey, what? shoot. Who's Chelsea? Shoot. shoot. Who's? Yeah, I got a broom here. Shoot. I'm going. Shoot. I'm getting out of here. Shoot. I got him out, sir. Thanks, Bernard. Well, I'm going to keep talking. Hold guys... on. I have this crucifix here. <laughs> Wait, what? No. <laughs> God, guys, thanks for getting that do, guy out of my seat. Do I? Will you accept my love now? Holy shit, Bernard. Sorry, Bernard. Okay. Bernard, you I'll try, try again harder. next week, guys. Bernard, get out of here. Get Bye. Of here. <laughs> oh. He does have his glider. He does have his glider. It was a pretty sweet glider. Right. He polishes that shit Man, up nice. Hopefully that's the only people that barge in. Let's see. God, God willing. God willing. Guys, I'm not going to lie. We got a lot of mail today. This might be one of the largest mail bags. Just dump it all out on the table. Get Be that real. bag ready with that prophylactic yeah. pro kit. <laughs> Our bag has been filled with prophylactic toothpaste. <laughs> Toothbrushes, you son of a bitch. This one came out just a couple days after our last show, and it is from another special message. Colon, danger edition. Ooh. From our pal from down under, Jude Smith. Aww. Also known as Jude 2. Jude 2. Jude 2. <laughs> Jude 2. Uh, any rights... <laughs> <laughs> hey and howdy fellas and lady the time has come for another write-in just wanted to say that hearing my name so many times during the across the universe review really scratched that <laughs> narcissistic itch of mine You're i don't welcome. take it bad <laughs> but also to say that it is one of my favorite movies of all time oh thank oh, you i grew up listening to beatles religiously the beatles religiously the beatles. thanks to my parents owning too many beatles cds I and love family this. road trips being so 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 very long 
Standout song for me being Dear Prudence. Oh, I love But oh, also, nice. Let It Be. Oh, yeah. But man. also, oh, yeah. pretty much the whole soundtrack. There you go. Next note, Chelsea, you are the heart and soul of the podcast. Oh, and thank my. you for keeping JT in line. You're welcome. And JT, yes, stay safe. The internet is a big, scary place. And what you say will haunt you forever. Yes, I will. Wow. I will. But I love you. I do it out of love. That's good. I, yes. Speaking of, Troy, I'm calling you out. You literally gave La La Land an A, and I quote, a solid A. So next time you speak poorly of our beloved fake out Oscar winner, just remember old Jude is listening on the other side of the oh world and cursing your name. Oh, Jude. But also love your work. <laughs> I love Jude. I did give Lala a solid A. I mean, that's a fine movie. I don't wow. think it's terrible. I, I do I do still don't like the fact that Ryan Gosling's trying to save jazz. Never yeah. saw it, guys. But, uh, Move along, boys. Uh, <laughs> it has Move fun along. Moments. It has fun moments. It was all right. Anywho, love the pod. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Jude, too. Jude, too. Thanks, Jude, too. Uh, next letter. From, okay, strap in, because holy shit. Oh, is this God. the Connor Hopkins this epic? This is the Connor Hopkins <laughs> fucking what narrative. What is he fucking talking about? Holy smokes. This is the one I looked at, and I'm like, God <clears throat> dang, I'm going to have to have a, something to drink during this. <laughs> you want a, My want a hard, review? You want a hard cherry cola? <laughs> I'm like, can I have a hard cherry cola? Oh, sure. Uh, my review of the March to Danger. <clears throat> there you go. Oh, God. Try that. Try that shit. Do I need a drink? Do I need to take a shot? Hello, gentlemen, oh, oh, dangerous lady, dangerous and my sworn lady. nemesis, Bucky. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck you, dude. <laughs> Filling my obligation of writing my very long monthly letter that is way too long goes this is one of his monthlies? too far in depth about things nobody cares about. He's on his monthlies. <laughs> okay. As the only woman in the room, move along. Okay. You didn't like the joke? No. All right. Moving on. In considering, so you're saying you didn't like the joke. <laughs> in considering you got the last few months of themes, Matrix Miss Classics, Back from the Deaduary, I must say that conclusively, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that the March to Danger has been the best thing in months. Oh. Wow. There you go. I might cry. While not all for me, wow. Q Bucky, the dangerous <laughs> lady. Dangerous lady. Stop going Jerry Lewis with it. <laughs> I can't. I... Wait, you don't say it. Come on. Died dangerous lady. Okay, he does like you said it differently. No, before. he doesn't. Oh, You're right. You do. You do. You. Oh, I know I do. He does it. The, Joel does it the best, though. I know. I go more James Bond with it. I don't even try. All right. Fuck you all. Has, uh, <laughs> anyway, has absolutely knocked it out of the park with her selections. God. Big fat wow. Greek wedding. I can die happy. Good now. family flick that teaches a great message. Not my favorite, but still a very solid choice. Across the universe, as it turns out, jukebox musicals of incredible bands make for an absolutely phenomenal picture. Go to date movie of mine for years, and listening to that episode made me feel the need to go back and watch it. Oh, also, shit. I have goosebumps. To Bucky's credit, so if you I kick also me in the think Jude is a whiny bitch the whole time. Yes. Chelsea, yeah, you it. really outdid yourself with this one. I'm Ooh, glad yeah. someone else out there loves it as much as I do. A-plus film right there. Oh, my. Stardust? Not really my thing. Never seen it. But having listened that. to a review, I can honestly say I probably won't watch it. Sorry, okay. Danger. Can't <laughs> That's win fine. I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Although I will say that Rob De Niro and Michelle Pfeiffer 
do really intrigue me in a fantasy film about space pirates and such. They are the not about pirates, space yeah. pirates. No, it's not about space pirates. There is one part where there's sky pirates. Sky pirates, not space. Different okay. than space pirates. Yeah. It is different than space pirates. I think pirates. we call, to be fair, I think we called them space pirates. They collect lightning. <laughs> they do collect lightning. Though. Yeah. Put lightning in a bottle. If you could catch lightning <laughs> in a bottle. Could save lightning in a bottle. Tell you what I'd like to do. I'd save every day with Rob De Niro again, just to spend them with you. Okay. Nice. Thank Fuck. You. Great. Now for the main event of the month, oh. Midnight in Paris. This is genuinely one of my favorite films of all time and oh. gives me such a warm and fuzzy feeling when I watch it or even think about it. I first watched it in high school for an English class where we were loosely discussing modernist writing, Hemingway, Fitzgerald, etc. Since then, I have probably watched it at least a half dozen times, if not more. Owen Wilson is his usual cute and idiosyncratic, in, idiosyncratic oh. self, and Rachel McAdams plays a wonderful real-life villain in a very mm -hmm. natural way. On top of that, Tom Hiddleston as Fitzgerald, Kathy oh. Bates as Gertrude Stein, and Adrian Brody as Dolly. Incredibly. Rhinoceros. Incredibly. <laughs> the idea of the Golden Age thinking is something that I often consider a and deal with, as all of my favorite music and media is from years past, mm -hmm. and I frequently catch myself saying, if only I'd been around then. Yeah. I think this film teaches an important lesson about appreciating the present, while also not taking itself too seriously, and still maintaining a lot of the key elements of the romantic comedy. Also, the Fitzgeralds and Hemingway are the best parts of the movie. You haven't even touched your dance. drink yet, Troy. I wanted to finish the paragraph. <laughs> Not the email, the paragraph. <clears throat> Absolutely relevatory pick, Chelsea. And I hope that these jamokes give you another selection or two down the line very soon. Oh my god. Now. I'm, I'm flying high right now. For the task at hand, the first of many celebrity top five bang lists. Oh. Yes. Yes. To preface this, guys, I really enjoyed the show Mad Men, and it's what I have on the brain right now. Oh, shit. In ascending order, Ooh. meaning we are Ooh. starting from the bottom and going to number one, which I know confuses you all. Thank you. God, you okay. are just like the best write-in. He also remembers a lot of shit. No Connor, shit. Fucking Connor, I Did you take notes throughout the month? amazing. <laughs> Connor? I don't know that I have. Has he been I in the... I don't know if you have. Our you local watering hole? No. He stops the brewery once in a while on his way through. Okay, but I don't well. know if you've He's been He's got a great head of hair and a terrific smile. Yep. Sounds like he a does. great guy. <laughs> he does. Hello to you. Uh, number five, John Hamm. Oh, This should yeah. be obvious as to why. He's hot, y'all. He is hot, y'all. He's hot, y'all. I'm kicking myself. I didn't add him to the extra list. Number four. Oh. January Jones. Oh. oh, Betty Draper. She deserves better. I'd let her chain me to a radiator and do awful things. Yeah. Wow. She's hot in that. Okay. Number three, Christina Hendricks. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Troy's Not only is she it. incredibly attractive, <clears throat> she also immeasurably talented. Check out all the uh check out the all celebrity cast version of Company. Or like any episode of Mad Men to understand. Oh, she's amazing. She's, have you, okay. Have she's you guys seen Mad Men? Definitely thick in all the right places. Oh, no she's kidding. That. The picture she, I just pulled up. She's stacked. Yeah. yeah. She may Jesus. be occurring in another list. I have to and look at all these women. In I, Mad I Men, she is like spicy and like just oh, yeah. such a good character. Yeah. Number two. 
Tom Hiddleston. Now, I have to mention that while I identify as straight, there are some men who, if they asked, could absolutely get it. Um, that is hands down like the sexiest thing that a confidently, like, self aware, sexually positive man can say. That they can own up to that. But that other men are attractive. Like, you know. Oh, dude, there's some people on RuPaul's Drag Race where I'm like, you know. There are a lot of guys that are like, I would never. I would, oh, I would never. It's like, uh, get freaking real. There's some there's some dudes on RuPaul's Drag Race that dress themselves in a way where it's like, <laughs> stop confusing me. You could, <laughs> you could get stop it. Stop confusing me. All right. right. Also, I get comparisons to him every now and again. So who wouldn't want to fuck their Tom hotter, Hiddleston more famous version? is delicious. Number You're one. You're here, everybody. Connor Aquas wants to fuck himself. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you fucker. Uh, number one, Trish Stratus, circa 2001. Oh, speak wow. to me, speak to me. Shit. Shout out to the boys over at What Are We Even Doing? Because Trish Stratus is She's the science. peak of science. Sci- <laughs> but in 2001, she was all that the feminine form could be. My I would God. commit war crimes in her name just for her <laughs> to look in my direction. She could stab me in the chest, oh. and I'd thank her for it. Oh my God. I'd still do atrocious things for 2022, Trish. I'm but in say. 2001, I would climb mountains and kill gods for her. Jesus. Ooh. I need to look her up. I don't think I know her. There is, there is reasons why Vincent Mann booked himself to sexually assault her every week. I'm wrong. True story. <laughs> Anyway, hope you're well. Also, God, this letter's still going. Also, I'm sad to report... This is still the same letter, everybody. Yeah, this is the second letter. Also, I'm sad to report that my documentary film debut was not selected for an upper Midwest Regional Student Emmy, so I will no longer be able to wear the Owen Hart-esque Slammy Award tights for my anticipated two Regionals Emmys. God. I blame Cole for doubting me. He's not an oh, I never doubted you! Where can we see his I documentary? I yeah, where can it. we see it? Check right it out. Here. If you Google it, debut yeah. by okay. Connor Hopkins. Yep. Okay. It was on PBS. It was on PBS. Like local PBS. Yep. It's awesome. It's probably like, a, I mean, I think it's nine to ten minutes. I will look that up. I'm excited. It's about a other friend of the show, also co-host of the What Are We Even Doing uh, podcast, uh, Brayden, his yep. his debut for his first match in professional wrestling. Leading up to it, the debut itself, and his wait. thoughts. Yep. Connor, I'm, I'm on it. Created by Connor. Yep. Um, also, also, I be didn't sure fucking to doubt check you, out, piece of shit. Be sure to check out... <laughs> Zawa Live on April 23rd when I attempt to kill Bucky in a steel cage. Not if I kill you first, motherfucker. Tickets are moving fast for that. They are. They're they're almost out of front row already. Yeah, people want to see you get your ass beat. (laughs) Sent (laughs) from a magic car that only appears at midnight on the streets of Paris. Your friend me, Connor. Oh, Oh, shit. That's why I didn't find him. I like want to frame that letter. Keep it on my desk. Was that the have I'm gonna say, you longest <laughs> fucking letter ever? Small print. Hope you have a hope you have an entire wall put aside. I love that letter. That was a great letter. <laughs> your, great letter. And you're welcome. Guys. And it was well written as well. It was well easy written. to read. I'm just glad I didn't sink your show with my movie picks this month. I was there was a lot of pressure this month. I think um, you did good. You did good. Next letter. Male scream. We already did it. From Jer Bear. Jeremy. Good evening, gentlemen, and the dangerous lady. Dangerous lady. You need a button that you can push that just plays it. Not a whole lot here other than the 
two top five lists for this episode. Uh, oh, two. Wait. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> oh, because we brought up urinal accessories. The last oh, oh, shit. <clears throat> fuck yeah. The first top five li- things to pee <laughs> on in a urinal. Number five. <laughs> The, <laughs> the Why regu- are we saving this for next month? <laughs> Number five, the regular mat. Way too much splashback. We've already discussed this. But it's still made it's the true. five? Yeah, it's made it's number five. Yeah, There's only five. Oh, you wear okay. these khaki pants right. that I'm wearing right now, and you're walking out, like, running back to wherever you're sitting. Yeah, you might as well just go to the sink and splash water in yourself to conceal that you may have I am learning so well. much. <laughs> I've done that About weekly. a year ago experience. <laughs> number weekly? four. Oh, weekly. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Havens, why do you smell like urine? What? It's water. I was shaking off my hands after washing them. I was shaking off my pee- my hands. That's, that's your excuse. It's water. <laughs> why do you smell like pee? It's water. It's water. School water smells like urine. He had, to, he had to pass his water. The school water smells like pass pass his water. water. Pass his yeah. water. That's right. I had a local <laughs> prophylactic pro kid handy. Yeah. I had to pass his waters and Go he could pass finish water. the job. Uh, uh, number four, the mat that looks like a boot scraper. <laughs> less splashback, <laughs> less splashback, but kind of plain. Yuck! This is amazing. Yuck! 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 <laughs> number three, <laughs> number three, the puck. Something to aim at and watch it slowly disintegrate. Yet potential splashback. I'm telling you, that's true. But once you get a little crater in it, that's. That's grounds for splashback. It That's is. like washing a spoon so in the sink. Disgusting. But it is. And but it is. The spoon just shouts back. <laughs> but it is you. so satisfying. It is like when you like pee through a snowball. And it is, it's pee a through s- a snowball. Oh, have you ever done yeah. that? Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you ever get a pinhole eye scope right through that snowball? Yeah. But the puck dude. takes forever to chip away at. Okay? It does. Yeah, you so better it have it, like it a gallon of piss. Move along. Maybe save that shit for a month. That's your monthly right there. That's my fourth stop. <laughs> Number two, the puck, the puck contained by the map. Almost perfect. Ver- uh, the mat. Sorry. Okay. He wrote mat, but it's the mat. The one yeah. in the cage. So the cage. Yeah. The, the caged puck. Yep. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, oh, yeah. Almost perfect. Virtually no splashback. We're right Something there. to aim at and watch it get smaller. We're right yeah, there. He's, he's making all the right moves. But there. number one. He's making all the right moves. Ice. No, it is ice. <gasps> Ice. Oh Ice is God. perfect. It melts. So that without flushing the urine, still goes down and gets mixed with water, so the odor greatly diminished. Uh, a true green option. He's been to a lot of ball games. And I mean, come on, it's fun to pee on ice. I'm going to say. Okay. That's, a, that's a trough trick. That was my trick. one, that thank you, trick. as being Dangermon, thank you, because that's the only thing I knew of to offer up in the urinal conversation. That is a trough Dangerous trick. Dangerous okay. urine. <laughs> Uh, now on to my top five oh. Hollywood bang list. Oh, I cannot wait the for this. The last one. What's the orange one? Jer Barrett, let us know. Now, he has stipulations of this. He oh. only included actresses and no singers. What? Mostly due oh. to I don't consider singers in bands Hollywood. That's fine. Okay. I don't think that was a stipulation. I was just saying he's celebrity, but he gave but that, that giving, He's giving himself <laughs> stipulations. I don't hate it. Okay. Notice that boundaries. Yeah. Your own boundaries. Number five, Elizabeth Olsen. Oh. Oh. Number okay. four, Eliza Dushku. Mm. Oh my oh. God, we were Where has we she were been? we were hard on the Dushku for a while. When you first started the Dude. show, you guys guys we were episodes went on about we were we were Ooh. douching the coup real Where hard in the beginning. Where is she? Uh, number Let her have her privacy. Number three, Emma Stone. 
Okay. 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 Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. She's got like this fun, like, girl next door thing, I guess. Yes. Number two, Kat Dennings. <gasps> Spicy. Yes. Uh, Sassy. Yeah. Uh, and number one. He likes himself a busty lass, it sounds like. <laughs> and number one, Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Well, that's all, folks. Your pal, Jeremy, a.k.a. Jer Bear. Oh. Thanks, Jer Bear. Do Jer-Bear. we want to take a pause on letters and do uh, one of Jer-Bear. our top five I have celebrity multiple. bang lists? I have lists? so many people on my list, so Good I don't know Lord. if you want me to divulge. Why don't you give us one list of yours? See, Danger is standing I'll here with, with a young... ripped-out page of a phone book. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It was not hard. A. And... Aaron Aronson. P.S. Let me preface for anyone who wants to give me shit, <clears throat> all of you, I love my husband. I'm allowed to think these men are attractive. Are you? Hell yeah, I am. <laughs> Are you? Yes. yes, and there's a list, so get ready. Um, I'm going to start so with sorry, Young Troy. Chelsea. So these young are like Chelsea. the hot guys from like, you know, like middle school through like college that were like Wait, you, it for you me. split them up? She's yeah. got multiple categories. She has multiple lists. If you were listening, you would okay. have I did catch the uh, multiple yeah. lists. I didn't know that they were split. Okay, just, in some of them, I just split. Not we could everything. do a teen Jeopardy on all of the uh, people that... This is Chelsea's teen beat. Okay. So I teen didn't... beat off Categories list. are Young Chelsea Bang List. <laughs> okay, so Young Chelsea, starting with Jonathan Taylor Thomas from Tool oh, Time. JTT. He also was a voice of Ooh. Simba and the Lion King. Real awakening there. Real turning red moment. <laughs> I definitely fell for him in that episode of Home Improvement where he thought he was dying. Wow. Oh, it was just a goiter, though. Nothing like it was a, just a sad, goiter, depressing though. comment. I'd really bring it in. Next was Taylor Hansen from The Hansons. Ooh. I listened to Which one is he? 50. He's the middle one, and he's, like, super okay. hot. Taylor was... Oh, he's still hot. Not Isaac? No. Nobody liked Isaac. It's true. Nobody liked No Isaac. one liked Isaac or Zach. It was only Taylor. Some Zach. Zach's gotten better since then. Anyway, <laughs> next was you guys want to go in the other room. So there. like pre-high school when I was real big into Clueless, Paul Rudd. Ooh, Paul he Rudd. was and that was like young. Well, he is a slap at the base. Still a looker today, right? He is Sexiest still a man looker. Alive. But in Clueless, I was like, oh my god, I'm slap at the base. Then um, high school, <laughs> late high school, I was obsessed with Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy. Oh. Had a real emo emo bo- boy thing. I can't even talk. Pete Wentz was like it for me. Pete Wentz slapping a bit. I would have done horrible things to pretty much any anyone, any circumstance wow. to get close to him. And then in college, it was Adam Levine. He had that picture where he was like tatted up and there was like a chick covering his junk with her hands. And uh, that was my uh, computer background for a long time. (laughs) Jesus. So that is a Young Chelsea's list. Oh, Young Chelsea list. Oh my God, there's so many. There's only four. Yeah, there's five. Catch it after Young Sheldon on CBS. You can straight (laughs) fuck yourself. (laughs) Never again will you compare that. All right, got some more mail there. We got some more mail. This one from Jude 1. Jude one from your fount of all English knowledge. Love it. Hi guys, and a special hello to the dangerous lady. This could be quite a long message, so get ready. Oh no! Good God! (laughs) I've been enjoying Chelsea's picks. I've listened to all three previous episodes in the space of a week. Only finished Stardust review last night. I've seen my big fat Greek wedding several times, but watched it on Prime before listening to your review. It's a sweet film, one of my uh, one my mom really likes. 
Uh, Chelsea. Yeah. I love the Englishness to it. I know. When I get to the word, I'm, it sounds foreign coming out of me, and it doesn't sound right. <laughs> but it's re- it's right, and it's real. And it's Troy just sitting me. in the corner of the room and like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> uh, anyway, Chelsea, you might enjoy a film called Raising Helen if you haven't already seen it. Oh, somebody mentioned that. I'm going to write it down. It has John Corbett, oh. Kate Hudson, and Joan Cusack. I'm going to check it out. I'd never heard of Across the Universe, but might try and check it out sometime. Sounds interesting. Oh, you should. Oh. Stardust is one I'd seen before and thought it was okay. Last year, I introduced right. it to my husband, and he really didn't like it. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> it was worse than I remembered. Oh, That's Lord. okay. It has some fun moments, though. Chelsea. When the guy started playing, <laughs> Chelsea. No. When the guy started saying "Coco" and you said they may be inspiring your final pick, I thought, "Great, she's gonna choose Chocolat." <gasps> but then at the end of the episode, you <sighs> said "Midnight in Paris," but you'd considered Chocolat. I did. It's one. Of, it's been haunting oh. me all week because I love that movie so much. A little aside. During the episode, she had a few written down and nudged me and asked yeah. which one should I pick. And it was between really like torn. Midnight in Paris, Chocolat, and maybe one other one. Yeah. What was the other one? I don't I'd have to look. Um, please, 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 can you review Chocolat mm. as a bonus episode? Yeah. I Both think my should. husband and I love that film, and we oh, watch it every so Easter time. Oh. I, it is one of those movies that I watch, and it just feels like when things are changing. It's a big theme in the film, like the wind kind of pushes them along, mm-hmm. but like change, mm-hmm. movie oh. things. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I, if you guys are up for it, I would love to watch that with you guys. I think I saw Midnight in Paris a long time ago, but didn't get into it. Might have to try it again. Oh. You guys mentioned Big Fish. I mm-hmm. love that film. Please review it. Oh. On Netflix right now. Get ready to cry your eyes out. Or I will. <laughs> oh, shit. I was happy to hear my name mentioned in the Stardust review. Firstly, was slavery still in England during 1857? Well, in 1807, a bill was passed through Parliament which abolished the slave trade in the British Empire. I'm assuming you've heard of William Wilberforce? Anybody? <laughs> Negative. Not me either. Nope. There's what a, a fi- fun fact, JT. So if we wouldn't have had the American Revolution, we would have ended slavery sooner. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the Patriot. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And fuck Mel Gibson. Uh, anyway, there's a film called Amazing Grace in 2006 starring uh, Ian Gruffuffel. Is how do you say it? Ian, Ian That's Gruffuffel, perfect. Oh, yeah. Who plays yeah. William Overforce <laughs> and showed how he fought to end slavery. <laughs> Also stars Albert Finney and Benedict Cumberbatch. It's a good film if you want to find out more about the subject. Secondly, I was a bit confused about the comments about Miles. Okay. I'm glad you brought this up. I'm going to let you finish. I'm sorry, but then I have something to say. Okay, Kanye. Can I finish? Can I finish? (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Don't you dare call me Kanye. Oh, I didn't know. So Sam, an avid listener of the show, was on Twitter and was like, pretty loud about it but i was appreciative that he was that they used miles over in the uk instead of kilometers i didn't know that i made an assumption that they would that we were just the only country that was you look know. at chelsea being so nice i'm like fuck you you goddamn <laughs> idiot <laughs> no i actually was glad he told me that and i'm like i should have researched it before i said something no so. he's just an idiot anyway 
Are you under the impression that we don't use miles in England? I was. Yes, I'm I am so under sorry. that impression. I learned something new through this amazing show. Because God damn these fucking hard God. soda seltzers. <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead. Because my brain four works four. in miles rather than kilometers. Who All uses our... kilometers then? I guess the rest, the rest of the world, of the world except, except for the UK? UK and the US. God. All our road signs are written in miles and our cars do miles per hour, not kilometers. I think when people run races, they might say kilometers, but miles are still often used too. Personally, I have no idea how far a kilometer is. I thank you for that. Because like I said, I learned something and I just, I guess I made that assumption. I thought it was like how the U.S. uses our like measurement system just in general. Yeah. Like, and we're not on metric. And so I think in my head, I was like, oh, well, I'll, we're like freaks in that way. Yeah. But you use Celsius <clears throat> and not Fahrenheit, correct? Yeah, right. I think I don't want to. I don't want to affirm now that I totally. No, you do. It. Yeah, <laughs> that's what the show is, Chelsea. We make we blind make assumptions. we make blind assumptions and then be as I can own it. I should have researched it. I just I guess be I as obtuse as naturally yeah, possible. Yep, yep. And then we be as confident as humanly possible in the wrong decision that we make until we're proven wrong, and then we say they're idiots. Well, someday when I go over there, God bless good. America. God bless America, everybody. Um, God, lastly. Guys, I gotta say, these Bud Light hard hard sodas, four for are four. Are they paying you to say this? Four for they four. They technically are, probably. <laughs> they are so good. We did those retro ones last I mean, week. They were not that good. These are four for four. All of these are good. Holy yeah. shit. But Lastly, salts are hard hard when I was soda. listening to your review of My Big Fat Greek Wedding, I thought I heard Cole say something like, I didn't hate it as much as Portrait of a Lady on Fire the first time I saw it. But I didn't like it as much as Portrait of a Lady on Fire the second time I saw it. Yeah, this he did say that. Have I misunderstood, quote. or does that mean Cole watched Portrait again and liked it this time? Uh-huh. Oh, did you miss if you that? missed, oh, yeah. he did watch it he again did. and loved it. Yep. Yeah. I don't know what that... Uh, I reviewed it very quickly at the end of one of our episodes. Yeah, I did. Near the tail maybe end she, of one. Maybe, yeah, you, I was here. Maybe she cuts out right again. before. <laughs> like, oh, they're just going to talk about what they saw. Fuck this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I did. I watched it a second time and loved Portrait of a Lady on Fire the second time. There you go. Fuck me. There you have it. Fuck them. I haven't had a chance <laughs> to contemplate my bang list, so I will get back to you about that. Oh, Love please do. from Judith. Or Jude. Jude one. Jude one. Uh, I'd love to know what you'd, who you'd want to bang, Judith. Yeah. Maybe no, we'll I'm, I'm excited. I want to know. P.S. Please review Chocolate and Big Fish. Oh, absolutely. If you guys will have we'll put me that back. In the list. We'll put that in the list. Uh, next letter from Judith. <laughs> She writes subject line, forgot to add, forgot to say that we also have daylight savings time in the UK, but our clocks are springing forward an hour at 1 a.m. on Sunday, the 27th of March. Oh. I don't know why it's later than your time change. Takes a little bit to get over that ocean. I don't know. Time flies when you're having fun. Mm. Get it? Okay. <sighs> Anyone want... <laughs> <laughs> Anyone want to do a bang list while, before we get to the next Still letter? Still silence. I'll jump in there quick. I want to hear it. All right, so I kind of, I'm going to start. I don't have them in order, okay? Okay. I just have five, okay? I can't I can't place them in order. It's not a list, more of just a grab your name out of a hat. Exactly, yes, yeah. <laughs> so I'll start with Trish Stratus, less like Hopkins. There you go. 04. Okay. But don't ask me why. Okay. It could be any year, really, but 04 okay. just strikes me. Okay? Oh, well, it's time to rock and roll. Trish Stratus, 04. One more wrestling. One more wrestling. Sonny. Tammy Sitch, okay. 96. Just, okay. my God. I'm going to have to look these people up so my I can God. appreciate. Sunny, I think she was the most, we're going back, 
you know, 25 years. The most downloaded celebrity of 1996 on AOL. Yeah. Oh, oh AOL right. day. Well, I, I know you want me. <laughs> I know you want me. Breasts. Okay. <laughs> Holy breasts. Now you can catch her on Pornhub, uh, that's, yeah, gross that's... and out of shape. Okay. <laughs> no, she's um, in jail now. But actually, she's in and out of jail. You're right. Yeah, she's in yep. jail right now. Most yes, shot. that's yeah, her. She's yes. in jail. In, um, in uh, Florida? Probably. Oh, it, really? Because last I heard I she was know. in like, the Northeast. But, okay. you know, I don't yeah. know. I'm just making it Wherever they put her in, in jail in Florida. Wherever the road takes you. <laughs> to jail. Um, <laughs> another repeat here. Scar Joe, Scarlett Johansson. Yep. From okay. Jerry Bear's List. Okay. I love Scarlett yeah. Johansson. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, back me up here. Mila Kunis. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Mila Kunis is a good, oh. solid pick. Oh. Okay. Yeah, oh. sure. I can see mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wait, I can back that, you up. Is that your Not on my one? list, but if I, don't I hate. if I had to put this in order, because I didn't oh, put it in oh, order. Okay. Right? Sorry, I forgot no, they weren't so in order. So I'm listing the last two. Mila Kunis would be in top two. Okay. The other one, Kira Knightley. Oh, oh. Kira Knightley. Yes. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. Kira. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But okay. Kira Knightley in general, but yes, she Pirates. Was, she was. I remember when I first saw Kira Knightley, she would have been up there, but yeah, it's it's she's still very hot. But it's gone down over the years. As, for me. Okay, I, I haven't. For me, I'm just saying. In a while. Speaking as a guy that would not even be considered by anyone near her <laughs> stratosphere She's of hotness. She's been very hot in um, what is it? Love Actually. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah, such yeah, a yeah. classic oh, yeah. scene. Oh yeah, when. Um, but the pirates. Yep. That's, that's her peak. And yeah. just oh, yeah. falling she out of the pirates. list, it was replaced honestly by Trish Stratus last minute because Connor Hopkins. Cameron Diaz was also on my list. Oh, from the mask, man. from the mask, like that late nineties Cameron Diaz. Jesus, where she had God. a little baby fat on her stomach. Yep. Oh, yeah. dude, Holy late nineties. I don't know Diaz. how yeah. the fuck they filmed Cameron Diaz in the mask, but she should have paid them a million dollars to constantly when film her for everything. When she sings that song at the nightclub, she oh is she was God. so hot. I don't know if like the moon was in in retrograde or some <laughs> shit or what, but she was like, it was a wax. She was like yeah. atomically hot in that movie. Yeah. yeah. She's yep. still hot. She's aging she, very gracefully. Yeah, she no, is. No, she's still she's she still very attractive. Was. But my God, no, is she on your list too? She that was the not. that was the first time I, I saw a woman this. in a movie where I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, and I was like six. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, an totally. awakening. Yeah, yeah. If you will. Totally. Uh, I like punched my list. mom in the face. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Punch your mom in the face. It was slap my yep, grandma. Pure right, right, corniness. right in the middle of that Stockton Cinemaplex. <laughs> <laughs> also, just Savannah Cinemaplex. Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. <laughs> okay, Whoopi yeah, Goldberg that's, that's and Ghost. That's not real. Awesome. I'm kidding. <laughs> that's not real. I'm kidding. I wouldn't judge. Uh, my name is Judge. <laughs> Now I can't even stop thinking about Cameron Diaz and mask. Dude, oh and that sequin dress. Telling you, man. Jesus Christ. Off the charts. Anyway. I get it. Next uh. letter. <laughs> Troy, so, put the boner away. So, yeah, some, he's wearing mesh shorts. I shouldn't shorts. have wore these sweatpants in here. Troy, no, you're filling the room. <laughs> my god get it out of here uh next letter subject line midnight in paris and top five bang yeah from audrey hey audrey's becoming a regular she writes in hey y'all the excitement i expressed when chelsea said her next pick was midnight in paris 
Well, I'm just glad I was alone in my car so no one could hear how giddy I was. I am just so, this is the best experience. Top five, maybe even top three favorite movies. Holy shit. I love the music, the time period, and I love Tom Hiddleston as Fitzgerald. Swoon. I know, he might be on a list. Uh, I quote (laughs) this movie often. Oh, the pedantic gentleman. Uh, Say things in Hemingway's ridiculous tough yet sensitive guy's cadence and even listen to the soundtrack. Excuse me. Um, years or uh, Five years ago, my husband and I went to Paris and oh. even made a point to take a picture on the same steps that Gil waited for his nightly that midnight ride to arrive and amazing. she did attach the photo. So that I'll show you guys amazing. in a oh, second. Shit. Um, I love your picks, Chelsea, and I was also excited that you almost picked Chocolat, another somewhat obscure My favorite God. of mine. It's so good. You were like tapped into our uh, our female listeners. Well, You're I tapped in. Don't know if you know this. But oh my I God! I am a female. Chelsea, are you a woman? What? Holy <laughs> shit! Have you been a woman this whole time? I <laughs> became a woman on this. I've show. never looked. I've never looked <laughs> off. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Uh, Girl. Celeb bang list took a lot of thought. I think this list is dynamic and changes constantly depending on what I'm watching at the time. Me too. But I'll go with these and not in any order. Yeah. The aforementioned Tom Hiddleston. Uh, Hugh Jackman. Oscar Isaac. Paul Newman as a younger man. Paul Newman as a younger man is like... And so good. The sheriff from Stranger Things. Oh, holy shit! Really? Why can't I? I'm drawing Um, a blank. I can't think of his name either. But I'm gonna look it up. That is gonna destroy us if we don't. A phenomenal choice. Yeah, it's like out of left field, but I totally dig it. I have some dark horses on. Because he's. My he's got a bit of a, a rough edge David to Harbor. Yeah. David Harbor. He's yeah. got a bit of a rough edge. He's funny, yet fatherly. I will say, I have he's been told that, that I look like David Harbor. I've yeah. heard that, and I agree. Oh, thanks. Wow. I have some, like I said, I have some, I have honorable Polite mentions night? that there are some dark horses <laughs> that maybe night. aren't traditionally sexy, but oh. I'm digging that. That's there a good go. list. David Harbor's a good pick. Anyway. Oh, so, sorry. Audrey, call me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> And then here is her photo wow. of her and her husband on the steps. Oh, that's awesome. That's, oh my God, I love you so much. That's really midnight cool. Paris steps? I just yeah. want to be your friend and your husband and you are so cute. And I love that it's like Owen on the bottom. Yeah, Owen. That's awesome. Like, oh, wow, your guys are above me on those steps. Hey, cool. <laughs> he does not sound like Oh, that is super cool. Excuse awesome. me while I go steal my wife's jewelry. <laughs> Very cool. Midnight in Paris, top of the hour. Hey, you saved it. You saved it in the long run. <laughs> um, do we want a bang list? Yeah, do it. Let's do a bang list. Do you want to do another one of yours, Joel? Myself? Um, you guys decide. I'll go. Go ahead. Uh, once I, I only skimmed these letters before, like a little bit before the show, but I did look at Jeremy's. Uh, and he gave me an honorable mention, if I could put it out there. You wanted to bang you as an honorable mention? Oh! No, no, no. I'm <laughs> saying one of his choices okay. made an honorable mention for me. And let me get this out there also. It was very hard for me to make a list because I don't, like, have one. But then once I started the ball rolling, I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yep. yeah. This being said, Chelsea's all five of my picks. 
Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not. There's no one way. Of the rare times guys... I, one of the rare times I wish we had vi- we had uh, oh audio God. visual. The fucking face that Troy just made. No way. That's yeah. very sweet, but no. Yeah. Okay. Those uh, eyes uh, bugged out. Uh, the the number or the runner up, Cat Dennings. I don't know why. Oh, but I've always good. had like a weird because she's like funny and like cute and busty and hmm. yeah thick yeah thick oh, she's got weird. she's got a little uh thickness to her thick with three c's mm-hmm. hell yeah mm-hmm. she would eat you alive but um my number five is a bit of a of uh, an obscure one okay she's in commercials but her name is milana uh van trub She's the AT and T girl. She that was big last year. She was in the news oh, that people were like, like she doesn't. She looks very unassuming in the commercials. She's but look her up on yeah, like uh, yeah. she is hot. She is oh, yeah, she's yeah. gorgeous. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, she okay. is. Okay. <laughs> All you had to say was AT and T girl. Yeah, like, AT and T girl. Oh, there she is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, oh. Sign me Jesus up. Jesus Christ. Sign me up and overcharge me. Uh, number four. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Forgot about her. Number three. Selma Hayek. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. No. But, okay. Okay. No. What? That's, that's my... No. <laughs> Selma Hayek. I, she, if I made a chick list, she'd be on mine. She's in one of my favorite Good chick Lord. flicks, too. I didn't list it because everybody think I'm an idiot if I said it, but... Uh, number two, Natalie Portman. Didn't see that. I don't expect I any almost, of these. Almost made my list. Okay. Really? Okay. Yes. You think you know your husband? Um, and number one, Christina Hendricks. Yeah, that Thank one I called God. Her. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. The minute it was mentioned yeah. before. I'm God like, yeah. damn. Yeah. Christina Hendricks yeah. being yeah, alive. She's a redhead. That's funny. <laughs> God damn. She is a specimen. Christina Hendricks being alive. Jesus. My lord. Anyway. Did you ever see that picture of like her and um, Dennis from It's Always Sunny where it's like, oh yeah, you definitely fucked that night. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> There's like a picture of them together at a bar where it's like she's sitting next to him and she's like legit like rubbing like the inside of his thigh where oh, it's man. like they fucked that night. My lord. Good job. I guess. Glenn Howerton. <laughs> Chelsea's looking it up right I now. Am. <laughs> He's not who I would have picked. Uh, Next letter from Judith. Jude one. Jude one. (laughs) And her subject line, also, sorry guys, one more thing I forgot. They definitely definitely fucked that night, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) My lord. If they just didn't get done doing it, my god. (laughs) They definitely are in that sweaty, like, post-coitus look. (laughs) Anyway, last letter from here, from Judith, anyway. Sorry, guys, one more thing I forgot. Joel mentioned he'd watched the new West Side Story. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't all seen the classic original, my husband's favorite musical, and he won't even watch the remake. I did see the original. I do like the original a lot. But I, I, I kind of prefer the new one because they actually do cast, like, Hispanic people as the sharks. Yeah. I don't know why I haven't seen this one. It's I seem like I should... But I have not. Guys, I haven't seen any fucking classics at all, so no. <laughs> I might check out the remake at some point, but what majorly puts me off is seeing that they cast Ansel Elgort as Tony 
And you brought that up last week, JT. He's trash. 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 <laughs> I've only seen him in one or two films, but he's so bland, wooden acting, and personally, I don't find him attractive. He's trash. He definitely won't be on my bang list. He's on no one's bang list. He's trash. He's, he's trash. garbage. He's a shit. Judah, he's trash. Uh, I can imagine if I do watch the film, I will agree with Joel's feelings towards the casting choice. Trash. Everyone else is perfect, though. I would suggest check it out. Just kind of... Uh, Take it with, take it with a grain of salt that Ansel Elgort is going to shit in your Cheerios throughout the entire. Did you see that the the lead actress in that um was kind of making a Twitter uproar this week because the movie is nominated for several Oscars but she wasn't even invited to the Oscars. Oh, what? Yeah. And yeah. she said that she's like, well, hope hope we win. I wasn't even invited. She's really good in it too. And now the Oscars have like extended an invitation to her. Of course but she they flat do. out called him out like, "Yep, I'm in a nom- Academy Award nominated fuck? film and I guess I don't get an invite." She's really good in it. Nom, nom, Haven't seen nom, it yet. She's bitch. really good in it. Not her. Whoa. Oscars. Whoa. Oscar. No, he, Oscar not. No, he invited. said her. Inter- interesting timing. Yeah, there was a <laughs> That was what was going on in my head the whole time, and I, I wasn't was to say it about. Someone on Twitter out. put up a thing oh. where like the guy that plays Bernardo was like jacked as shit, and then like the guy that plays Riff looks like he's on meth. So like <laughs> I was like, how the fuck are we supposed to expect that these guys rumble and Bernardo doesn't fucking eat Riff to death? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see it and think of that. Oh lordy, uh, does anyone want to do a bang list before we get to the next letter? Who's left? You have uh, your several lists, and Joel has his. I, it's up to you, JT. I mean, I can keep rolling. How many more lists night. do you want to do? Um, I can list my Dark Horse one. There's only three on it. Dark Horse? Okay. Yeah, you, you do your one, and then I'll, I'll do mine. At least I can think. There's, I was trying to separate them. So, Adam Driver. Okay. You like, know what? I'm on that. Like, yeah, I'm on that for He's you. not <laughs> traditionally what I would say is like my type or classically good looking. Wow. Um, but there's something about his intensity. Yeah. And there was, I don't know, in Star Wars, I may have had a dream. His square Um, chest. (laughs) There's something very hot about his intensity. I just can't. Um, What was that? That marriage story? He's fucking awesome in marriage story. Oh, I don't even care. Cole can give me all the looks he wants. Adam Driver. (laughs) No, I'm not questioning. I'm just, my God, you're like. All hot and bothered oh. over there. Yeah. Red-blooded woman right here. Um, Holy shit. Next one is Michael Sheen. So he's an actor. I don't know if he, he's yeah. in this. Yeah. yeah. Midnight in Paris. And yeah. I, he was in this show last year where he's a, like a serial killer who's locked up and his son is like a profiler. It got canceled. Um, but it's like Prodigal Son. And I something about it where he's like really charismatic. He's also in this um, Good Omen show mm-hmm. that I've been watching. Uh, oh feel like as an older man <laughs> he would be fun um, he's the then, he's the guy that like is always explaining art yeah oh, he's pedantic sure. yeah. okay yeah but very I, pedantic. I really very. something he's been in so many movies that i didn't realize that i liked and he was in and now i'm just like okay well, michael sheen's fun dude yeah, and I think he'd just be cool. Um, the last one is Barack Obama. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Could totally get it. Chelsea, I'd say I'd rip that up. I mean. Holy <sighs> shit. Yes, especially like while he was still in office. Are you kidding me right now? Yes, Mr. President. <laughs> All right, that's it for my dark horse. My Next letter. Barack Obama? Fuck yeah. And I'm not the only one who thinks that. Don't even don't even talk that you wouldn't fuck Barack Obama. <laughs> you, you would be fucking lucky if he looked your way. You would be so lucky to fuck Barack Obama. Oh, You'd be um, lucky. Well, I can't say that I wouldn't. 
Next letter. It's time. It's time. It's gutta time. 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 Oh no! And this yes, one yes, is yes, a sound bite. Yes. <gasps> Shit. Uh -oh. Let me turn. Hey, it's Travis to the gutters extreme, <laughs> aka JT Energy here, putting over Chelsea Danger. S. Dangerous lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, here we are. Here we are. Still again. my shit. Uh, just saying really nice things about the lady in the room who's lighting up everyone's life. Like always, of course. Why wouldn't she? Shut up, Cole. What the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah. uh, are we gonna get Joel gaslit this week? Are we gonna get uh, Buck nasty, aka insanity, going? Because maybe that was one of the best things, or always the best thing. Once we get going, except. When we get Troy going, and then he goes, Turn this off, press stop. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, it's pretty extreme, usually. That's probably what Troy did the max extreme means. We, have, we just didn't get it until the stop episode. Hey, if you haven't heard the stop episode, go back and hear Troy lose his shit. Um, but yeah. Um, is there anything else I should put over? I don't have any JT's bits. I only have JT's gutters. Uh, but I can't share those unless I send in a picture. But that oh, seems shit. like Patreon content. So oh, only maybe fans. subscribe to the Patreon so you can listen to Why Do Kill Me? One of my favorite things every single week, twice a week, with Bucky and Cole talking WCW Nitro and Thunder. That was a cheap plug. But shit. it's a cheap plug because I love you guys. All right. It's JT, the gutter slutter out. Um, I don't know if I have anything cute to say at the end, uh, other than love you. Oh, that was cute. I am blushing. Very cute. Energy, we fucking love you. Tune man. into Why Two Kill Me this week. We just put out the one where Scott Steiner shoots on everyone and gets suspended. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> oh, hear us talk about that. That's fucking great. We'll talk more about that at the end of the show, maybe. How often do you guys record that? Like once a week. We try to get together every once in a while and then try and film like a block of or yeah. record okay. a block of them. I and then I put them out spread I put them out every Monday. And it's just you guys or you include Charles? Yeah, it's just us. We do we try and do uh for the pay per views we're gonna try and have guests on. Nice. Which uh, that's our next recording. That's our next recording, so uh, it might take place down in It Tejas. might take place <laughs> might take place in Tejas. Yes. Oh, Tejas For Mania Weekend, get everybody involved. For Super Brawl. Super Brawl two. You know what you should do? You should also record Bucky's um, stand-up comedy skit <laughs> and <laughs> play the audio for the rest of us who couldn't You know what? Guess it. what? I'll do it. I think you that's bastard. the best Sweet. idea I may have I'm ever had. We should also do it for years. Oh, wait. You're too pussy to do it. Never mind. <laughs> oh! Shots fired. Oh, just for that? I'm doing it. All right. Yeah, please. Good. Record it and make sure we play all of the audio. I'm going to be drunk as fuck for five straight days anyway. So. <laughs> I'm not going to know what I'm doing. I love it. Um... Are we doing one more bang list, or are we going to the last letter? I'll do my bang list? Yeah, sure. All right, here's my bang list. Number five, Holly Berry. Oh, uh, I yes. love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number four, and uh, I know there's a lot of people that are Tristratus stands in here. I'm a Tori Wilson guy. Ooh, mm. nice. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to look this Tori, Tori Wilson. Wilson. Mm -hmm. Gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you look up Tristratus? I, I remember who she was because okay. she was like the it girl. Tori Tori Wilson, I think. Whew. I'm going to it right now. Gorgeous. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Tori Wilson, oh. my god, my god. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. She's very hot. 
number three, Scarlett Johansson, of course. Yes. Scarjo for all of you. She is. She was not mine. Dude, that it's that it's that smoky voice yeah. that it kind is. of brings you in. And her, and her married to an everyday guy like Colin Jost. <laughs> hey, good for him. Yeah, he's he's mucho appreciado for uh, Colin Jost. They have there. a kid. Number two. And I think Troy's the only one that's, that's said it so far. Selma Hayek. Oh, yeah. Holy, Holy shit, that woman. It. Are you going from, like, How? bottom I don't, up? Um, yeah, I'm going I'm from five from okay, five down to one. Sure. Jesus Christ, Selma Hayek. In her prime, I'm, especially, like, in the 90s, she was, like, the hottest thing. Yeah, I'm so bummed that From Dust Till Dawn got yeah, taken off because happy. that scene with her. Woo! Even in the Eternals, I think she still got it. Yep. Oh, dude, yeah. There was, like, someone put up a picture, she's like, on tight. Twitter or something where she's, like, on the beach. In a bikini, yeah. in like a two-piece bikini where it's like, how the fuck are you like in your mid-50s? Oh, she's gorgeous. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My number one, and it's always my number one, Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, really? Man. Oh, yeah. Really? Always your number one. Well, ever since I, like, so there's this movie out called Liberal Arts. Oh, I've heard of it. That's the movie where I was like, oh, God. Like, she's she seems both fun and very attractive. Yeah. One of these days we got to do it so you guys can make fun of me. Like, Really? <laughs> but yeah, no, she's uh yeah, she's always been like she seems like that perfect combination of fun and attractive. Here's yeah. a question. Yeah. Did you guys ever find the Olsen twins attractive? Cuz yes. they were okay. At yes. one point. But we are their age. Yeah. So no, like no, 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 no. I get that. But do you find her more attractive than her sisters? Yes. Yeah, she seems more level-headed than them. Cuz she looks I similar. Think. But she's got her own thing going. Yeah. And that makes her more attractive. And she's not yeah. a weirdo now. And now the Olsen twins look like extraterrestrials. They yeah. look weird. They I, look I will say, even though even though Elizabeth years. Olsen's my number They're one, really out of the media. I will like say, out of, even though Elizabeth Olsen's my number one, it is kind of waning because she feels like she. I feels like she's kind of like going into that whole Hollywood. I'm very popular thing now. Oh, you and I really liked her when she was like on her for people. Yeah. No, no, her. I get no, I get that. But <laughs> she's it was your like, number one, and she's in that. Yeah, They're not but she's in that. She's in that thing now where it's like she's only known for being Scarlet Witch. Like, I was a big fan of hers when she was, like, doing, like, indie movies and, like, liberal arts and shit like that. And so, I don't know. It's my preference. All right, guys? I didn't shit don't on be it. Judging. Nobody's saying anything I bad about over here is, is shaking her head. I could go a lot further, but I'm not. <laughs> See, Danger is shaking her head. There's a picture of all three of them. Bucky, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, no, yeah. 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 I agree. I just yeah. was wondering, because the Olsen twins were, like, all people would talk about for a while. Like when they were teenagers. Yeah. Creeps had. Yeah. Like, guess what? To They're going to be 18. eight. Yeah. I remember uh, guys in high school who did that. And I was like, like really? Like, I felt like she was treading water a lot with, like, the Avengers. But when WandaVision came out, came out then I was like, oh, yeah. Yep. Man, that's really that's what I really here. like. What the fuck? No, it's <laughs> fine. I'm happy for you. And I actually find that it makes sense. Like, I could see you with an Elizabeth Olsen. Okay. There yeah. You okay. Okay. We got one more letter, and then we'll do one more bang list from oh, Chelsea. Oh, my final we'll delicious topper. list. Yeah. The top star, the, the cherry. Delicious list. Last letter. That was weird. <laughs> uh, subject line, oh, hi, from the Skeets herself. Oh, Jesus oh, That was a perfect voice for that freak. Mus- Did you say Mosquites? My Skeets. Oh. <laughs> Rita down the street. Mosquites. Yeah. Like mesquite barbecue. <laughs> I feel like it also works. Mesquites. Piper calls her, whenever I say anything about Rita, like if she's going to podcast or anything, Piper says, oh, Dad, you're talking about Rita down the street? Uh? <laughs> 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 
Ah, uh, yes. Uh, anyway, she writes, What's up, everyone? Especially Chelsea. Oh, God. The movie this week, forgot the name, sorry. But I saw it once and I liked it. Great picks. Bullshit. <laughs> Chelsea, you are better than all of these idiot men. Okay, I totally forgot until right now about this bang list, so let's just go for it. Crank it out. Crank one all out. All of them is what she's going to say. <laughs> Number, sick. Number five, Disturbia Shia LaBeouf. My God. You know what? Very I was a uh, weirdly teenage specific. Shia LaBeouf. I was a, a fan of Teenage Shia LaBeouf. Maybe not Disturbia, but he was he was a it boy. Until a he became a weirdo Until plagiarist. Until he lost his fucking mind. <laughs> weirdo plagiarist. Yeah. Uh, number four, Tinder skit with Conan Dave Franco. Oh, Dave Franco. He almost made my list to my honorable mention. Fucking weirdo. James Franco's brother, Dave, is hot. Old Davy Franco. Old David Franco. Okay, and remember that horse movie, Horse Girl? Yeah. The lead actress in that? I can never remember her name. Brie. Allison Brie. Allison Brie. Yeah, Allison Brie. That's his wife. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah, Allison she's a Brie cutie. Is... She should have been an honorable And his boobs, yeah. Uh, number three, A River Runs Through It, Brad Pitt. Oh, I just slid off my chair. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, oh, sick. I forgot about... If, as a... I I don't think you guys can appreciate it. You should look up Brad Pitt and a river runs through it. it that right is now. the his pinnacle hotness. What about yes. I don't know Louise? No, I would say Fight Club. Brad Pitt's his pretty fucking hot too. His character is. I so... would bang so bad. Brad Pitt Fight Club. Oh Jesus my Christ. god! His character in River Runs Through It. Plus, he's just so beautiful. I get it, Reeds. That's okay. like the best. Okay, this guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so because it's a audio podcast, that, that picture on Twitter <laughs> with just See, the caption, "This guy." It's just him in a bucket hat. You idiots! <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> it looks like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> he looks I like he could play Lenny from Mice and Men. <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking hate all of you because he is so good in that movie. I just watched The King of the Hill tonight where Bobby and Hank were supposed to be Lenny and Carl and Mice and Men. Oh, shit. Uh, number guy? Number guy. two. <laughs> number two. Now, this one should not surprise you from Rita. Titanic Leo DiCaprio. Oh, I almost put that exact oh, thing yeah. on my list. And, like, only Titanic Leo. Oh, only Titanic Leo. I almost had that as an honorable mention. Pay me, like, one of your Midnight in for Paris my, girls. For my, like... Young Chelsea. That was like an awakening. So it he wouldn't was be Inception so... Leo DeCap where his name is Don He Cobb. was so Don fucking Cobb. hot in Titanic. He was like charis- He was legendary. He was iconic. Dom Cobb. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm going to choke the life out of you. <laughs> no, when he's on the fucking... When the Titanic's taken off and he's like doing all those like woos and he's just like, oh, oh, oh! He's like a rooster. <laughs> He could rooster me right into the sack. <laughs> Want to find a place to roost? Oh, uh, he's so hot. And Speaking number, of rooster cock. Number one, Idle Hands, Devin Sawa. Uh, <laughs> of course, Devin Sawa. Oh, Devin Sawa. I'm, I'm literally getting heated. Don't even, don't even joke around, Rita. You, you'd fuck fucking um, that John Travolta movie, Devin Sawa. What the fuck was it no. called? Young, Here comes Musa. Young Musa. Devin Sawa was... Oh man, I can't even remember. He the wouldn't fanatic. be my number one, but he. Oh man, fanatic that's Devin a Sawa. good. Yeah, list. fanatic Devin Sawa. 
Uh, we're stabbing the fuck out of, out of <laughs> John Travolta with a fucking weird mullet. <laughs> He's got a poop. He's got a poop. Anyway, uh, she goes on to have some honorable mentions. River Phoenix from Stand By Me yeah. and Young Indiana Jones. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, Seth Green from Idle Hands and mm. Eminem. Okay. I That's guess the one I depart from. I cannot. <laughs> I guess I really well, you just had one do shot. like skinny white guys. <laughs> anyway, thanks for everything you do. One you guys are the best. And Chelsea can't wait for your final pick. Love absolutely always. Chaw. Ooh, Mama Spaghetti. Boo. <laughs> Vomit on a sweater already. Uh, that's thank you everybody for writing in tonight. What yeah. uh, what a list Man. of letters. Oh. Um, last yeah. list, Chelsea. Before we get into the tournament of random movies. All right. Well, do you want to hear any more of my honorable mentions before the? How many did you have? Unload them. There's not a huge. Like I broke them up. Excrete them. Um. So on Oof. my honorable mention, Matt Bomer from Doom Patrol. Oh my, Matt he Bomer is absolutely is gorgeous. He used to be my top awesome. five. He dropped. Harry Styles, glad he's of age now because <laughs> he is uh, uh, gorgeous. Jason Bateman, yeah. I obviously listened to his podcast. I've mentioned a million times. He is an older, delicious man. Okay. Mm. Something about that mm. face. Uh, Richard Madden, who played the King of the North, and was also in oh. the Eternals. Oh yeah. I thought you were gonna say Richard Madden for a second. <laughs> That accent you know, and auburn hair. I'd take Jon Snow over Richard Madden, though. No, I'd take Richard Madden. Jesus. Taron Egerton. And you call yourself a woman. I'm more a woman than you. <laughs> Taron Egerton from Kingsman. And uh, the Elton movie that I haven't seen yet. Rocket oh, he's really good in the Elton he movie. He is. He could easily get it. Um, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. He's dating Steve Harvey's insanely gorgeous, like, supermodel daughter. I was hoping you'd just say Steve Harvey. <laughs> Steve Harvey. No, he's dating Steve Harvey's daughter. And Are you going to fuck yeah. my Michael B. Jones saying now? Oh, she, Survey says. She's a looker. Yes! The singer Charlie Puth. I imagine Charlie Steve Harvey's Puth. face when Charlie Michael B. Jordan Puth. says he's fucking his daughter. Oh, he's the, on, on talk shows talking Imagine, about Imagine the Steve Harvey face yeah. when he's like, hey, I'm fucking your daughter. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's gonna talk to Q Steve Harvey face. You guys know what it looks like. Anyway, Charlie Puth. Charlie Puth, the singer, which has been a recent uh, come upper. Turn me on like a light switch. Yeah, but I'm like kind of digging his thing. There's a light switch. (laughs) Idris Elba. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, he he knows how to wear that salt and pepper, too. Yeah. That motherfucker. I'm pissed. I want to wear salt and pepper so bad. I'm sure you I'm will. I'm getting it in right now. I'll spray your hair. Oh, I'm so pissed. Yeah, he's starting to get that salt and pepper over here. Um, Fucker. Next one is... Fucker! <laughs> Justin Bieber. Uh, oh, come I can't, on. I All right. I can't, I can't I'm, on I'm into it. I'm kinda, a lot of honorable mentions last, here. Okay. <laughs> Chelsea has officially given up. No, I haven't. <laughs> um, and then the last two in the honorable mention. So, John Lejoie, he was like a... He oh, was yeah. an everyday average guy. I got to meet him. He Bruce's best be, friend. He used to be my <laughs> number two. He's dropped an honorable mention, but something about him. He's, I like funny, funny guys. Guy. Oh, yeah. Um, the last one, Tip, Timothy Oliphant, especially as the hot guy in the office. Oh, the hot outside the hot, salesman. Yeah, outside salesman. <laughs> oh, dude. In Justified, he is badass. And he is delicious. He's badass. All right, so should I wait? Cole's just taking a massive dump while I... <laughs> 
give no, my list. No, just go ahead. Just go ahead. He okay, probably doesn't. so I'm going to start from number five. He doesn't give a shit because it's already in your toilet. <laughs> one of them's already been mentioned, so and it's this one. Number Christina five, oh. Oscar Isaac. Oh, All right. I give it to you. Oh, just even watching him on like talk show like guest spots, I just... And Dune. And he was on SNL. And, and Dune. Moon Knight's yeah. coming out. He's. The yeah. end of the I'm loving Oscar Isaac. Fuck. Number four, John Krasinski. Mm. Okay, I can see that. But I'm not talking The Office, John Krasinski. Even though I'm a huge Office fan, I'm talking, talking Jack Ryan. Benghazi. <laughs> ben- Jack Benghazi. Jack Ryan is a great show, but he is he buffed up for that, and he's got a beard. Shit. Mm. Oh my mm. god! And then you get the gym from The Office thing. Um, my third is Charlie I hate Day. Dudes on dudes. Charlie, Charlie Day, Day from It's Always Sunny. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I just find him. Want to pick him up and so carry him right to the delish. <laughs> He's Old Charlie. He is so funny, and I just find him like so charming. Because what like, size fits all? I'm telling you, I just listened to he was. Uh, they interviewed him on Smartless, and I was like, he just seems like the coolest dude, and he is so cute. Um, Henry Golding. I don't know if you guys have seen Crazy Rich Asians. Oh yeah, yeah. <gasps> there's a lot of people. Two. There's a lot of people calling calling for him to be like the next James Bond. He and is shit. stunningly gorgeous. I don't know if I know who that is. Um, uh, look him up, Henry Henry Golding. Crazy Rich Asians. Look him up and then give a reaction. In, oh, what the fuck else was he in? He was in this Christmas movie like last Christmas or something. I don't know what else, but yeah, he, was he was in Crazy in Rich Asians. Ra- <laughs> Crazy Rich Asians. And he oh is. yeah, oh he, yeah. Show the guys. Look at this face. That's a good-looking okay. dude. All right. Hey, he's oh, a yeah. freaking uh, He is a stud-looking well, yeah. fella. Oh, yeah. He comes knocking. Oh, yeah. I'm out of here. Good proportions. <laughs> and my number one, which my list changes up quite a bit. My number one that never fails is Henry Cavill. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I can't even. Like, I would die if I met him. God. Like, I, I have told in. you, if he comes to the door, yeah, knock, just... knock. Bye, you Troy. are now a single dad. Bye, yeah. Troy. <laughs> yeah. I'm moving I guess out. That's, that's it. We have a yeah. spare bedroom, Troy, so. Thanks. We no. have a spare bedroom. He can just sleep wherever he wants. I don't <laughs> just even care. Wrong. You have to leave with Henry Cavill and live in your mansion, and I'll keep the house. Like Edward Norton Fight Club, where you have to like hear your loud <laughs> sex while the fucking <laughs> the plaster's falling off the wall on his face. I mean, he's Superman. He was in Stardust. He is the Witcher. Like he just is the most beautiful. You bring him he was in Stardust, like he was celebrity. a cool part of Stardust. Yeah. I don't even care. I just it's find a super him... minor part of Stardust. Motherfucker, look, his look face like General looks like it's Custard. chiseled from marble. <laughs> He's just delicious. So. If he showed up to the door dressed as the Witcher, I would still go. <laughs> really? Yep. All right. Fair I enough. I mean, it can come off. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Fair enough. If he showed up to my door as the Witcher, I'd think this is like a Make a Wish or something. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Do dude? I have cancer? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going to tell me I have cancer, I'd rather it be that way than Henry Cavill. Oh, uh, well, everybody, my great list. lists. Great list again all around. I like your list, guys. You had good stuff. Good ladies. That was fun. Also, was fun. Jeremy, thanks for writing in for your top five uh, urinal deodorizing list. Yes. And I'm glad that Ice was his number. Like, weirdly, I'm very proud of that. Yeah. Because that yeah. was my only contribution to you. Guys, your- big shout out to all these people we sexually objectified tonight. Yeah. That's right. Love you. Love you, you all. You know what? They're great. Thank and you all for... the listeners for writing in. Jesus. Yeah. My lord. Thanks, everybody, for having Thank you for existing a... so we could release ourselves. Right. Thanks for having Ooh. me, guys. 
<laughs> Did the listeners know what's coming up in the next episode? Who's going to be hosting? Not yet. All right. No, we, yeah. Not yet. Save that, save that for save later. Save it for the end. Uh, Make it the big uh, climax. Do right. well, have another beer in the fridge? We're still building. Fridge, we're building to that climax again. Uh, oh, as shit. you see, we have a printer here now. Wow. So we print all of our things <laughs> when I fix yeah. it. It doesn't work. Okay. So. Beer? But it is plug in. It's quite the printer. Thank you. Whatever. It's an Epson. <laughs> Thanks, I couldn't see that in bright, white, bold lettering. Oh, shoot. Uh, what happened in the Tourney of Random movies this week, Guys, it was, it was a little more of a blowout, I because I blowout. guess people don't really give a shit about No Strings Attached. But uh, it was, not, it was fun great. to put out it out there anyways. Anyways, guys, <laughs> with... Uh, 99% of the votes. 80% of the votes. <laughs> Holy shit, that's yeah. a pretty big blowout. Went to uh, Sling Blade. Wow. So no strings attached. Ashton, or was it Ashton Kutcher? It probably was. Ashton Kutcher, fuck you. Uh, guys. Still, Didn't show up on Chelsea's list. So, uh, so yeah, Sling Blade. Yuck. Joining the list it's alongside. Kutcher. Where the fuck did it's I put Kevin Malone. Next to Ed Wood. That's right, Ed Wood. What a weird... Sling Blade and Ed Wood. Two 90s films already <laughs> in there. Ed Wood. <laughs> but the next film will not be a 90s movie because we have uh, two films. One from 1967. Oh, mm. shit. It was a, kind of a coming of age type story. I'm going my way back machine. And a movie from 2021, which is a Marvel film... <gasps> That uh, brings to light a somewhat of a culture. Eternals? Is that Eternals? It is not Eternals. Hmm. A Marvel film in 2021. Why am I drawing a blank? It 2021? just happened. Culture. <laughs> Repeat yourself. Culture? Um, a Marvel film 2021 brings about a sort of culture? Eternals? That's my JT impression. No, you're just Eternals. Said not Eternals. Shit. Eternals twice. Was it Spider-Man? Not Spider-Man. It was the other one. It was literally the other... It was the last <laughs> other movie. Uh, oh, uh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Okay. And the Legend of, of the Ten Rings. How did you okay. describe about culture? It's was that like Asian culture. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. Oh. 2021. That was a good movie. I thought it was late 2020 for whatever reason. Coming of age. I don't know that yeah. I would have. Starring uh, starring Dustin Hoffman. As a butch cat, no. Mrs. Robinson or The Graduate? The Graduate. Oh, that's right. Nice. One, Chelsea. The oh, Graduate versus The Graduate versus Shang Chi <laughs> and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. leaned back and said, "Oh fuck yeah!" Like you wanted me to laugh at you, dick. <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> Cole, you leaning towards a pick? Graduate. A thousand percent graduate. I like Shang Chi. I did too. I, did too. I had never seen The Graduate. Yeah. Love it. Oh, never wow. seen it. Love it. Wow. Was that a film class? That was in film class. That yeah. was in film class. Yeah. Yes. I think that was like the first one they showed you. I think it was too. I think, I, yeah. I think I'm like leaning towards Graduate. I enjoyed too. Okay. that. That's a classic. I want to get under my belt if I yeah. can. Yeah. You have it here. Unanimous graduate on this side of the table. But we'll and see, because Shang-Chi is a pretty popular movie. It is that really. Is a pretty popular movie. So we'll see. It, it might it might get blown out. So The Graduate versus Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings. We'll see who moves on next week. It out. To join Ed Wood and Sling Blade. <laughs> All right. Weird fucking movies. 
Tim Troy, I'll try to remember to send you the next week's. Oh yeah. Uh, so you can uh, so you can say it. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds well, good. With that all out of the way. An hour and a half in. Yeah, we're at <laughs> hour twenty-eight. We are gonna get right to the top of the hour here. Yeah, twenty-eight uh, minutes ago. With midnight in Paris. Paris. Coming to the United States, May twentieth, twenty eleven. That was, I think, nine days after it debuted in the Cannes Film Festival. Ooh. At a budget of $17 million domestically, made $56.8 million, and worldwide, $151.6 million. That seems successful. That seems successful. Rotten Tomatoes has this at 93%. Jeez. IMDb, 7.7 out of 10. Metacritic, 81 Letterbox 3.7 out of 5 stars, and the HK Neo gives it 9 out of 10. Okay. HK uh, Neo. This is Woody Allen's 41st motion picture. Oh. It was also the highest grossing Woody Allen film. Okay. Which I thought that was a strange fact because uh, what's his like. Uh, I feel like, like it's like the one that famous one. the one that people um, always bring up is Annie Hall. Annie Hall, that's what mm. I was trying to think yeah. of. And I've never, never seen, seen I've, it that's either. the one that I want to see I love out of all of his. Let's have a Woody Allen one. Uh, he's kind of a shithead, yeah, so I don't know if I want to. And a lot of Woody Allen movies are the same. Let's see. This movie won one Oscar for Best Screenplay. It was nominated for three uh, other Oscars, Art Direction, Best Director, and Best Picture. It won a total of 23 total awards, including that Oscar, and 103 nominations in all other, like, nominate yeah. like, whatever, cat, uh, yeah. other no uh, award ceremonies. Um, see Danger. What is Midnight in Paris all about? All right. Well, um, it features our lead character, Gil Pender, played by Owen Wilson, um, as a screenwriter and aspiring novelist. He is vacationing in Paris with his fiancée, Rachel McAdams, or in Inez, which I thought was an interesting an name. Inez. Yeah. Um, and he has, during their time there, because um, they're also vacationing with her very staunch uh, well-to-do parents, he's taken to touring the city by himself. By the dude night. from Wayne's World. Yeah, so... <laughs> On one yep. such late night excursion, Gil encounters a group of strange yet familiar revelers who sweep him along, apparently back in time, for a night with some of the jazz age's icons of art and literature. The more time Gil spends with these cultural heroes of the past, the more dissatisfied he becomes with the present. There you have it. Was that your own written one? No, I definitely didn't. Oh, it's bullshit. Come on. You I started writing it. it, and I was like, no, this is definitely way more. No, you got to be, stu go be stuck on the first five minutes like Cole is. Yeah, you got to go off the cuff like me. Come on. No, I'm just going straight in there. No, I like it. Um, the first time I saw this movie, I think it was with you, yeah. Chelsea. It had it, been, because it, it came out when we were together. Yeah, we saw it together. I think we rented it, just as like a date night movie. On a whim. Redbox? And uh, might have been a Piggly Wiggly rental. Yeah, it might time. have been a Piggly Wiggly. Oh, OG. I think I was Netflixing at this time, actually. Oh, 2011. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we were Netflixing back in like 08. I don't remember what yeah. Netflix or any other time period does. Uh, so, 
<laughs> I, uh, good talk, good talk. I had no clue what to expect from this movie, because from the cover, it's just Owen Wilson walking in front of a, like, a Van Gogh painting or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, I'm expecting like an artsy-type film. I didn't even know it was directed by Woody Allen. And then when it actually delved into like an odd kind of... Not odd, but like a different way to time travel type yeah. movie. I was like, okay. Because like, time travel, anything, he trips is, my trigger. Yeah, I he's love into it. it. Oh, I yeah. love it. But uh, I was not expecting it in this, especially when I did find out from the opening credits it is a Woody Allen film. And dives into time travel and stuff. I was all, I, I was in, I was in for it. And I, I would say I quite liked it the first time I saw it. It was unexpected. It was charming. I liked it. Yeah. Does it hold up? We'll find out at the end of this. We'll find out. Oh boy! Oh boy! Because I was, I, I would say I'd probably, I was probably close to the same boat. That was. This is still in that time where I'm like, exploring movies that aren't just crazy weird action with stars you already know that my mom was exposing me to on a daily basis. Right. Okay. So I was like, oh, this is this is different. This is not just blow them up bullshit like I always watched when I was a kid. They're actually exploring other ideals of life. Okay, I get it. So we'll see how I feel uh, watching this time around. Uh, Cole, this is obviously the first time you've seen this. Movie. Wow, this why do you say it like that? Because <laughs> you the exact you told first us. time you told that Cole has ever seen this. This is one hundred percent the first time that I've ever <laughs> even honestly heard of this movie. Or we'll see again. Now, have you guys seen? Uh, I don't know about that. I, th- I think okay. this is only the second time I've actually seen it. This is, a, yeah, second time I've ever I've seen it. I've seen it a few before. times on my own. Okay. Um, so it's funny that uh, Owen Wilson and Rachel McAdams are a couple in this because they also are in Wedding Crashers. Oh, yeah. That's true. And it's Wait, kind oh. of. Oh. So this is the sequel like, to Wedding Crashers. Yeah, it's kind of like. Weird. <laughs> the relationship is a bit the same, kind of, where. Th- he is trying to get with her, but she is engaged to another man who's cheating on her. But this time, he is engaged to her, and she is cheating on him. Like, it's a eh, weird... He's trying to cheat on her, too. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it, it's definitely... We'll get into it. Um, yeah, they are, they are a couple, but they are not... They never feel romantic. There's not a lot of love there. Yeah. It, Owen Wilson, it seems like he is trying at first... But she, it seems to be in it for his success in Hollywood and, like, the money because she comes mm-hmm. from it. And it, like, and she's kind of just seems like a bit of a freeloader herself because she's, like, back, she's, like, going with her parents that it's, like, this whole Paris trip is paid for. It seems like that's what it's like, right? Maybe, it, a, maybe a little, I don't know. She seems very tied into that lifestyle. Like yes. She's, she yeah. obviously was not raised without money. Yeah, even like uh, some things that like their parents would say like. Oh. Like the Cheap is cheap. Weird, yeah, cheap is cheap. Like y- these two wicker chairs are like 12,000 yeah, euro like, or whatever yeah, it like is. $18,000. It's like, well, you're not going to buy. Cheap is cheap or whatever. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Like the more the movie goes on, I feel like the more volatile. Yeah. <laughs> that relationship had to be the further in. He, like the further in he would, and like he would already know they're they are this way by the time we're at this point in the movie, but we didn't really see it as we get introduced to him. I honestly it, can't see how they ever did get together in I, this. I mean, she's beautiful. Yeah, 
yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of beautiful women that I see where it's like, e- even when I meet them, it's like, fuck this. Yes, obviously. Yeah, beauty is great. You still fuck gotta it. fucking live but with them. he also seems like a bit, like... Like, they're engaged. Per- They've been together for a while. I think it's also a kind of a turning point in his, like, in their lives. So they're engaged, but they're not... They're traveling, so they're on vacation, and he is obviously, like, much more of a romantic. He's a writer. He keeps talking about how he loves Paris, how he'd love to stay there, and maybe their dynamic was different back in California when he was just still doing, just, you know, writing. Yeah, screenwriter with films, and it sounds like he was hugely successful, so, and also, they're traveling with her parents, who I think kind of amplify, like, they back her up a lot. And they kind of gang up on him, so yeah. I could also along see to like a fucking well, they like vacation yeah. along with weird as fuck. So that could that could amplify maybe some things that they didn't pay attention to when they were in back home. And I feel like it seems like his character also wouldn't necessarily speak his mind all the time, or if he yeah. tried, he'd get talked just very over and easy going. Yeah, and he'd kind of just be like, "Well, now I'm kind of in this kind of relationship where I guess I'm happy, but he's just gonna be in it like just because that's." what he's doing like that's yeah, what just his life has become just walking down the path yeah. like because even like when he tries to like yeah i know i'm a successful screenwriter whatever like the all all, all of these uh studios go to me to polish off scripts or whatever that's cool i'm in the need but i really don't like doing it i'd rather just like write a book yeah and i want to do something because i feel like i'm better than just writing these shitty scripts or whatever um it, like that it to me, like, him, it just feels like he needs to have this outlet of something he can never get it, and it's just getting squashed and squashed and squashed yeah. down. But, like, he's already been so, like, defeated already. He's just, like, in a rut of his life, and he doesn't know how to get out of it. And Paris is his one, like, it's like a spur of the thing. Well, that, he was like, looking a... to get inspiration there, because he's, like, was going there, like, I'm going to work on my novel while we're there with your parents. Mm-hmm. But then he also gets squashed down even further when they're at a restaurant pretty early on in the movie and a friend of hers, like a crush, she says later in the movie, like a crush she had in college mm-hmm. who they call the pedantic man mm-hmm. who is just Mr. Know-it-all smarmy. And I love Michael Sheen, but he plays it so well. This Michael, oh Sheen, Michael Sheen was just, born to play yes. pretentious. Oh my God. He is <laughs> so an amazing person to hate in this but he, movie. He also right takes it over. He takes over the vacation and he's even like, Owen Wilson suggests like other things to do and she's like no we are going with him and it's very clear that she just is like focused on this other person so not only are her parents shitting on him she's shitting on him and then she makes a comment that I felt like was the ultimate dig like or one of the ultimate digs where she mentions that like she he should have this guy Paul read his like draft his novel draft yeah he's like I've never had any like why would I know She's like, well, maybe he'll actually give you feedback and tell you if this is worth your time. Yeah. Because she just wants him to make money. Yeah. So he really is getting shit on by, like, everybody. And he just seems like a very easygoing, like, romantic. And he like, takes it pretty much in stride. Yeah. Like, he's like, well, I think I'm just going to go take a walk in Paris. And I think it was actually very <laughs> well cast. <laughs> like, Owen Wilson is so natural at that, like, kind of personality type that it mm-hmm. felt very real. Like, he's just like, okay. Like, he added humor that wasn't, like, cheesy. And he also wasn't the first person in mind for this character. Really? But I, so I read that he wasn't, and he was eventually cast, and Woody Allen kind of 
wrote more scenes around him being cast in it. Huh. But I couldn't find who was originally like looked at for the the role in this because now I don't I don't know who John Malkovich. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I want to John write Krasinski. my fucking book. <laughs> I don't want Yelling. to be a fucking screenwriter. I want to write my fucking novel. I'm going to take a fucking walk. <laughs> somebody, somebody make a fucking deep fake. Oh, oh I love that shit. So much. Yeah. Um, but once uh, he does take his like initial stroll, uh, he's rather drunk the first time that happens. Yeah. And he gets confused on, like, wait a minute, what the fuck is... I like it, too, when he, the first time he does, like, stumble back in the into the 20s, he doesn't even realize he's in the 20s for, like, Oh, there's probably minutes. There's probably so many, like, weird parties you can <laughs> stumble into in, like, in a country you've never really been to where it's like, oh, this must be, like, 20s night. Yeah, yeah. I've never been to Paris before, like... Maybe it's I yeah guess party. This is what Paris I was saying that like. too. Like it could be a costume. <laughs> yeah, because like, it is totally legit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, he keeps running into like the first person he runs into, Tom Hiddleston as F. Scott Fitzgerald, and Zelda, yeah. and is like, and, and and his wife Zelda, and is he's like, hi, I'm uh, what what's his name? What's the first? Gil. What's the F? F. Scott Fitzgerald. I think he just says I'm Fitzgerald. He just says, uh, I think he just says Scott I think he's Fitzgerald. Scott, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's Scott, yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, that's, oh, that's a, a, oh, that's a cool name. Does anyone, oh, Zelda? And he's like, you can see his, like, gears turning. Like, yeah. He's like, like what, are the, what is <laughs> spazzing like, out. crazy coincidence. <laughs> and then he's, like, looking all around and, wow, who's on the piano wow. over there? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that's Cole Porter. Yeah, Cole Porter's on the piano and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Just like birds do it. I know that song got. Oh. And is does he also meet Hemingway the first night too? He does. Yeah, because they, they go to another bar oh, because or something. He talks about a book. Yeah. That he yeah. his novel that he's writing, and yeah. he's like, "Well, he, first of all, Hemingway is amazing in this movie. Yeah, he is. Hemingway is probably my favorite character in the movie. <laughs> it's great in this. Hemingway is probably one of my favorite characters. Um, in this. But he's like, we so intense. Will, will you read my book? And Hemingway's like, no. A writer should never critique another writer because yeah. either I'm going to hate it because it sucks or I'm going to hate it because it's better than mine. So yeah. no, I'm not no, going to do great. that. But I will give it to somebody else. Gertrude Stein. Even to take a step back. So when he, for anybody who hasn't watched it, he goes for a wine tasting with his wife or fiance. They get all kind of drunk and they want to go dancing. So he's, he's like not into it. He's going to walk back to the hotel and then he does get lost. Mm-hmm. He's on these steps. You hear the chiming of midnight and then what I think is really cool is there is a modern car parked on the street. So if you watch it, his point of view where the camera turns, it's kind of like this curving street coming up through old Paris. Yeah. And you see like a modern, we'll just say like a Honda Civic or something parked. Yeah. And then you see this car from the 20s pulling up. And it's yeah. just like, oh, cool, like a vintage yeah. car. And he oh, even fun. says like, oh, like I have a buddy who collects these. Yeah. And somebody's just in French like yelling like, come on, get in. And he, I was shocked that he did. But he's like, all right, I'll go along. And then... I love that the time travel... There's been travel... so many times I've been drunk in, like, downtown Galena where someone's like, hey, we're doing this! And that I'm like, terrifying. all right! That is terrifying. I'm gonna, I, I'm, I, I should probably be dead. You probably should be dead. <laughs> but I love that 
Woody Allen, and I actually was reading about this before tonight's episode, was talking about how, yes, it is a fantasy movie, but he very specifically did not focus on the logistics of the time travel. He wanted to focus on the relationships. And I don't, yeah, I don't care about that. And I think that's that. so the best part. No, I don't, yeah, I don't care about that. I love that he gets in this car, and while it's driving, it's not like a flash and suddenly yeah. they're there. It's like you see modern cars, other people, like yeah. later on a detective follows him in a car. Yeah. Somehow... They slide through time. He ends up in the Renaissance where he almost gets back. But then he, so he goes and he meets Zelda and then F. Scott Fitzgerald and has this moment and you see all these Cole Porter and, and then when he meets Hemingway and asks him this and he's like, oh, I can take you to Judith Stein. He gets up from the table like, oh, I, uh, wait, I'll go back to my hotel and get it. And it's a laundromat. And that's when he walks out and suddenly slips back out. I was just saying how I love Mm -hmm. that they didn't focus on the logistics. Like, they never yeah, explain you, like, like yeah. in, all honesty, in all honesty, to appreciate time travel movies, you cannot you focus to, on any logistics yeah, right. at all. <laughs> like, one of my favorite time travel movies is Looper. Dumbest fucking movie ever made. <laughs> but I love it. That you almost love, have to, you almost have to be, this. you almost have to be like, if, if it's a time travel movie, you have to go in being like, things are not going to make sense in this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're already dealing with something that's completely out of this world. Yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. I think they pulled this off in this, though. Like, it is a very smooth transition. Yeah. And I think his kind of comedic abilities where he starts, where you see him starting to realize, like, am I fucking losing my mind as he... But then he quickly adapts to it and is like, what an opportunity. Like, these are literary heroes of mine. Yeah. Yeah. And then realizes, like, I love that he didn't just look at the laundromat and be like, he's, like, tugging on doors. Like... Am I crazy? And then even the next morning, he's sitting in bed and he looks like he had a rough, like psychotic (laughs) break. Yeah, Yeah, because he's like trying to understand what happened. But I actually put one of Hemingway's quotes from the movies in here because I loved how intense he was with everything he said, where it was like, no subject is terrible if the story is true and if the pro is clean and honest. (laughs) He used like honest and like all of that so many times. But I was like, oh, my God, I love it so much. Yeah. I think it's weird, or it, I don't know, weird is the right word, and I I don't want to jump it too far ahead, but that things go with him, do you know what I mean? Like, so when he takes his script, his Mm -hmm. book, oh yeah, and it goes with him, and like can stay in that time, right? Because doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh yeah. It stays in that time. And he can come back the next day and pick it up from. I know we haven't talked about it yet, but that, yeah. from that lady, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, again, was, that was the first thing that jumped out to me. I was like, "Oh, that's weird." But again, like, that's, that's 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 like logistics again. It is. It is. And I don't mind so much logistics as far as like placement of things. Yeah. But I guess that could be considered placement of things. <laughs> that was the one thing that jumped out to me. Like, oh, you don't normally see that in these types of movies. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Where like you know generally it's like. Oh, I can't bring that with me, or like that's what I was yeah. waiting yeah, yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was waiting for him yeah. to like go there, wait for the car to come at midnight. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, oh shit, my book is gone or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. one of my favorite parts in the movie is when like he stumbles upon that one chick's journal, oh, and yeah, then it's it, like it, it, it's uh, her talking about yes. like how she's falling for him, kind of thing. Where it's like, oh, you are really fucking. It's her time. journal in present time. Yeah, yeah. and just but from there. the past. Yeah. Yes, that is interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. that's a good point though. Yeah, it just it just struck me. That was the one thing that I was like, "Oh, that's weird." Okay. Mm-hmm. Also that it wouldn't it wasn't um time didn't line up quite right. Like it wasn't like matching up day for day when he went back because at one point he comes back and 
Oh, it's been like a week. Adriana like went off. She broke up with Pablo Picasso. So you yeah. see all these artists. So yeah. to continue the storyline for those yeah. who either have or have not seen it. But he's also running into these famous artists at the time. And um, in the second night that he goes out, he's brought to Judith Stein's house. And she's going to review his book for him. And it's like just monumental moment. And when he's there, Pablo Picasso was showing a painting that he had done of his mistress, Adriana. Mm-hmm. And you that's where you meet Marion Cotillard is and she just walks in as this yeah. like breath of ethereal like fresh air. And so yeah. Adriana, I would say, is probably my favorite character oh, in the whole movie. Oh, I love her so much. Mm. But she's my favorite character in the whole movie. The following time, so when he leaves the book there and 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 talks to her and they have this great they go for a walk and they have this great talk and everything, when he comes back the following night it's like, oh, she left Pablo and she went off with Hemingway because, of course, everyone's in love with Marion Cotillard's character. They went to Africa. so yeah. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. And then when he comes back again, um, he mentions her and she's like, oh, yeah, they've been back for a few days. Like, yeah. it doesn't line up, yeah. like, yeah. which I'm fine with. But I like yeah. that it's like he just happens to pop in. Yeah. Kind but of like, fluidly. You, you like you like almost kind of like when, as he's talking to all these people, like they almost talk like all these people pop in and out of each other's lives. Like when he pops up like weeks later, when it's just like the next day for him, it's like, Oh, you're back. Yeah. Whereas like, they all kind of do that with each other. Like they'll go weeks mm-hmm. out seeing each other kind of thing. Yeah. Cause it's like this weird, like just ongoing party type atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which it's makes sense. Kind of 20s. infectious. That's the, when he go back to the twenties and like kind of go like in and out of like these, all of these different artists, like lives, like, it does seem kind of fun. They're just like hanging out, oh, having would, a good time. I like would kill for that. <laughs> they're always just like at a, a cool party or like an artist's like commune house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like all these people just meeting up and like creating stuff. Sounds great. <laughs> Sign me up. I think that's one of the reasons I like initially love this movie. So I've mentioned it before in the podcast, but I went to school for graphic design and I minored in art history and yeah. like yeah. just an art history nerd and. The th- if I could go back in time, I would love to go meet some of those oh. artists. Not all. I'm not. I'm not into the surrealism. But you wouldn't meet Dali. <laughs> I'm not not Dali. a surrealist. God. But rhinoceros. The thought of being. Able I can't to wait to talk them. about Adrian Brody's Dali. God. <laughs> but that to me, it. I think that really kind of <laughs> was a very appealing because I felt like it was. It just seemed so accessible and fun, and being able to like go to a party with them and mm-hmm. critique Picasso and yeah. I don't know. That really made me love it. One of the things that I actually appreciate about this movie is the the whole idea of, like, being in a time where there's so many profound people in a room, but it's, like, it's the present. You don't know how profound they're going to be until years. The whole message of the film is, Until years in the future. And that's kind of the fun of it, where, like, we're literally, like... We could literally be doing something special, and we wouldn't know until, like... 50 years in the in the past when they're like digging up our podcast like what's this review review we must study it that's what's gonna happen (laughs) yeah but not me i slipped into the future and they do do that oh but it's like stuff like that they'll say remember when review review was good before that guy came on oh wait no we pulled a t-shirt out of this time capsule and says is this good (laughs) but yeah to be answered (laughs) it uh yeah, but that's a good that's a good point though. Like I I didn't really even think about that. But some of them are already famous. Like Ernest Hemingway is already famous for writing books, and Dali is somewhat known for being a surrealist painter. Yeah, but not all of them are like 
huge, yeah. I guess, when he goes back in time. Like, F. Scott Fitzgerald, for instance. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, wow, you're, you're F. Scott Fitzgerald. Wow. He's like, no. I, <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, I, I don't know. Owen Wilson, are you in know, here right I don't now? know what you're talking about or whatever. But, yeah, it's, God, it's so good. And, like, some of them, they're, it's like the 20s is loaded with all these different artists. So these yeah. singers or painters or whoever. Yeah. Some of them I don't even know. They'll make a reference to them and like, yeah. I got to write yeah. that down and look that up later. It's crazy because, like, yeah, like, it's, it's so fun to, like, growing up through, like, growing up, like, you hear names and you're like, oh, okay, they were probably, they were probably big, in, like, in the 1800s or they were probably big, like, in the 1950s. And then it's like, Nope, they were all in the 20s, and they were right in this very <laughs> that was specific timeline. It really yeah. was kind of a golden time. Well, you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, strange. Well, even when they slip, so they do slip a little bit further back to the 1890s, and they run into Toulouse-Lautrec yeah. and Gauguin and like some other ones that are, like again, hugely famous, mm-hmm. prolific painters and, and sketch artists. So I yeah. don't know. But I think the the movie makes me think of this quote from The Office, which is my favorite show of all time, where it's the final episode. And one of the characters, Andy Bernard, talks about, like, I wish you knew you were in the good old days when you were actually in them. Yeah. And, like, how relevant it is to our lives. Like, you look back and you're like, oh, man, I just... But in the moment, you just... It is just normal. One of the quotes in this movie is... It's kind of like a different take on that same kind of quote. It's like, like the present isn't good now because you're in it or something to the fact. But if you look at it, it is the golden age yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's like carried out throughout because like when he goes to the 20s, uh, Marianne Cotillard's character, and I just said her name like an American idiot, but uh, she Marianne Cotillard. <laughs> she doesn't think that the 20s is such a great time. She wants to go back to the 1890s or whatever. Yeah. And then it, that's just like a trickle down thing. It's like. Yeah, like the people oh, no. she meets are talking about the Renaissance. Yeah, but it's always better before. Yeah. She's the reason that he yeah. realizes that. And I like that he makes the comment. So when they are back in the 1890s and they're at the Moulin Rouge and she's like, I think we should stay. And I also love that, side note, that she's not freaked out because they slip through time together. That Granted, she's like in the past. I don't well, know. Whatever. Granted, he didn't freak out that much when he no, was in the past. No, but... <laughs> but when At he, all. She proposes that they stay. Yeah. And you can kind of get it because in her time in the 20s, she's been bouncing around dating these famous but very troubled yeah. dark artists like Pablo Picasso. Not a great guy. Um, and some other... He really wasn't. Um... But she had gone to Paris, she says, to learn fashion design. She wanted to be a fashion designer and yeah. worked or um, studied under Coco Chanel. Yeah. But you can tell, like, she's more or less just this mistress to painters. She's not really right. living her dream. Yeah. And then she goes back there and they're they're like fawning over her because they go talk to Toulouse the track. And like I said, Gauguin and others come up to her yeah. and they're like, you should design for the ballet. And all of yeah. a sudden, it's like an opportunity that she doesn't have afforded to her. So yeah. for her, that's really great. But I like he makes a comment when she proposes that where he's like, yeah, I had a dream and about their this farm set and there was no penicillin. And like there's no like realizing like if we went to the 1890s, like there's no modern medicine or like, <laughs> yeah. like it wouldn't be a good thing. And yeah. that like helps him get to that realization that like I've been romanticizing that I'm in the wrong era. Yeah. And like. I need to stop. Like, I can't stay here with you. You know what they don't really show in this either? How they come out of being back in time. 
but that again, that's semantics. I know, I know, that's, it's that's, that's really, the logic, but but, it, yeah. but it does saying, make like, you question yeah. shit, though, right? Yeah. Because like, so they're the father of Gil's fiance. Fiance, yeah. thank you. Hires a private oh, investigator. Yeah. yeah, hires a PI yeah. to like follow Gil to see where he goes, and he keeps yeah. going farther and, he, and farther and back. He somehow keeps going farther Finally. and farther back. Yeah, he goes to like Versailles, to, like, the Renaissance, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> and he's gonna be beheaded because he's like some yeah, it's like Louis the Fourteenth character. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but so he's. <laughs> it's just weird. That's like if he chose to stay, like. I guess how do they stay? But that that is just exactly. a semantics yeah. Yeah. type yep. of thing. I feel like other other directors or other movies, if it if the movie wasn't good enough, like you could really it could be really bothersome. And I'm not I don't love Woody Allen necessarily, but at all. Yeah. But I feel like the movie was done in a way that like I it never bothers me and it yeah. feels very fantastical. Yeah, and you yeah, can easily be like, okay. I'll agree this is definitely done in a way where the I, the the semantics of the time travel never really crosses my mind. Yeah, it it just happens. You're like, oh, this is fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say though, like I know Woody Allen does a lot of his filming in New York, like almost all oh, of it. Yeah, and yeah. Makes New York a character. Well, it's a character in and of itself. Yeah, Troy. They really <laughs> also establish that Paris is like an entity of itself in oh, this as well. Yeah. Oh, by the the five minute. Yes, the five minute <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Intro. The intro prologue or whatever. We were watching it and I was like, I wa- Cole is already <laughs> fucking saying everything. I wanted to call it. Cole and be like, so, I knew what it. I, was like, I this fucking movie? hated it. He's going to hate me. Now, I will say, I love that this movie was only an hour and a half long, but the first fucking seven minutes were just showing me Paris. Yeah. Get to the fucking movie. <laughs> That's going to have an effect on my grade, by the way. <laughs> I knew it. I know. I know. Where the soundtrack is nice, though. Yeah. It's a nice, calming... It's like, the same fucking beat over and no. over and over and over. Okay. Cole, I will agree with you. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. The is. soundtrack is The soundtrack, when I first heard it, was awesome. The 50th time I heard it was getting kind of old. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> it's the same bullshit over and over. Every scene begins with the same fucking tune over and over again. I, I'm I, like, I get it. Tune to Midnight in Paris, and it would fucking give me. <laughs> Carry every on, I'm gonna do it. Fucking scene. I, I get it. I get it. You like the song, Woody Allen. I like it. But Jesus Christ, can we find something else to intro a scene besides I, I the same me. fucking song? It didn't bother me at all. Honestly, oh, it didn't bother I, me. It was boring into my skull by the end. Oh my god. <laughs> I get it. Uh, the one thing I do find uh, a bit. Against Gil would be the point where he's like trying to like sneakily like give earrings to Marianne Cotillard's character. Yeah. yeah. Up until then, I'm just like, he's just trying. I love it. Is this it? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Every. Okay. Every, every fucking scene. <laughs> He might not like Chocolat, people. Every scene. Yeah, Chocolat sounds exactly like this. And I love it. And I actually listen to the Chocolat soundtrack. Yeah, I liked the first couple. Yeah. The first time I heard it, I was like, okay, this this is a kind of a fun little tune to bring us into scenes. And then when it got to the probably 40th or 50th time, I was like, okay, maybe another song. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, 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 the same one. Okay, never mind. Yeah. So yeah. you're doing the same one every time. Okay, Thank that's God fine. I like this because I'm okay with it the first 12 <laughs> <Yeah>. times. <laughs> 
Now, I don't know if anybody anybody else feels the same way, but, like, when Gil, like, tries to sneak, like, his uh, fiancé's earrings out to give to... I can't remember a character. Adriana. Thank you. I was like, ah, this seems like a little little too much. Like, I up until then, I feel like he's pretty a sympathetic type of character. Like, he's getting dogged on. Like, he just really wants to, like, live his dream here, and he's found it here in the 20s, so... And he's really not... And he's really not hurting anybody because he's just going back and like enjoying it. And then he comes back to the real world and like lives his life with his fiance. But then he is, a g- I feel like it's a step too far. Like hmm. I'm, I'm going to reach out and try to like be romantically involved with somebody else. But she also is cheating on him. Like yeah, his they're, fiance they're completely disconnected is just in banging this other dude. Um, anyone, I don't know. That's obvious I, by like 20 minutes in, right? I know that, but like it, it does anyone feel the same way? I oh, don't. totally. Yeah. I don't. Uh, Wait, excuse me, what? I didn't. Hold I, on. Okay. Like, I got over it quick because it's like, well, he's like, he figures out he's like in a loveless sort okay, of relationship. You, if you take into like the scope of like the situation, like we're not talking like I everyday life kind of run of them. I don't know. For me, it kind of plays into the like the fantasy side of this. He just had that journal. He stumbles across her journal. He's realizing that like him going back in time is really happening and that she mentions like mm-hmm. she had a dream about him and yeah. she thinks she's and he has a real connection with her. Like yes. when he comes home from meeting her, he's laying in bed like, "Wow, she was really something like it awakens something in him yes and i do feel like i'm not saying everybody would do this and i'm not agreeing with cheating but i do feel like in the moment with something that larger than life that you're traveling back in time and run into somebody that makes you feel that alive while your relationship is clearly floundering gone yeah that you would take that risk yeah yeah because he's going he's traveling back in time like it's like beyond a normal situation yeah yeah i agree yeah like i could see somebody taking a big risk like that there you go. big leap sure so it didn't bother me big leap anybody like so would anybody have any other criticisms of the movie because we've been pretty oh much side speaking note, its praises when he takes the earrings and she like her and her parents show up at the door right as he's trying to leave and they come in and she suddenly starts talking about how it must have been the help like oh, the maid yeah. that was another side where it was like whoa this is like obviously a bad thing like that and he's really realizing like no she's fine like oh shit like i gotta hide these back in here because they're calling the police to blame this poor Made yep, who the, was like totally like they just showed like how fucking awful her and her parents were. Yeah, I, that bothered me because I was like, "Fuck you guys." Yeah. Um, I hate Owen Wilson in this. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <gasps> <laughs> That's the one thing I'm holding back from this. So you, so you, all right. I'm not gonna. I'm sorry to cut you off. Okay. You said you you messaged the group, and you said oh, that thanks, guys. this was pretentious. Yeah. And you couldn't wait to talk about Owen it. Owen Wilson is a pretentious piece of shit in okay, this movie. Okay, so that's where you're going. Okay. <laughs> okay. What the fuck? Explain. So the entire movie, the entire first part of this is just pretentious people trying to talk over each other, including Owen Wilson. He tries to play the victim, but he's just as pretentious as all of them. Because Woody Allen, I think Woody Allen writes himself in all of his movies, yeah. which is kind of a well-known thing. 
And then Woody Allen makes everyone else a giant piece of shit compared to what his normal neuroses is to make himself seem like the good guy. And all together, I don't like anyone in the beginning of this movie. <laughs> Owen Wilson, Rachel McAdams, his enti- her entire family, they're all pieces of shit. Fuck all of them. When they get to the 20s, it gets a little more... I'm get, I get more into it. But even then, like, I feel like he could have gone more into, like, the whole idea of, like, meeting your heroes kind of thing, where it's like, they're not as great as he thinks he is, he thinks they are. But then it's like, he gets in, like, I can tell Woody Allen loves the 20s, because everyone that he meets in the 20s is just amazing. Just fantastic. (laughs) Like, I don't know, like... I would say, like... They all have vices because yeah. they say they're like all cheating on they each have, other. They have vices, Ernest but Hemingway's it's like a big dick. F. Scott Fitzgerald was a huge, awful person to his wife. She tries to throw herself in the fucking river. They like stop her. Yeah, but but it's not because of him. Like it's like, hey, no, no. He... She also was not a like she was kind of an interesting person in real life too. Yeah, but they treat like F. Scott Fitzgerald is like no, but, but he's amazing. You should love him. Where it's like you see him for like thirty <laughs> stole... seconds. They don't sit like, down and have long. Here we go. Time. But he stole he stole fucking material from her, and then they're just when she goes to like try and kill herself. It's like. Oh god, she's kind of crazy. We should probably kind of hold her back, kind of thing. Like, like it. I can tell Woody Allen is framing his heroes in a way where you don't judge them so much. Like, Ernest Hemingway was kind of a weird guy too, and like, but it shows in this movie. It does, but it's like, (laughs) yeah. But like, there's there's certain points where it's like, I don't I don't think he really gave a lot of thought to people outside of his group. To where, like, if you just came in and be like, no, fuck you, I don't want to even talk to you kind of thing. Like, it... Woody Allen is protecting his heroes a lot in this. And I get that. Like, I don't I don't want to I don't want to make a big drama of, like, how shitty the people were in the 20s kind of thing. But this is definitely kind of a... Woody Allen is jerking himself off about how he's probably as good as his heroes from the 20s are. Like, they take his facsimile... Like, his facsimile of Owen Wilson goes back in time and they talk about how great of a... How great of a writer this facsimile of Woody Allen is when he goes back in the 20s kind of thing. That's what kind of rubbed me the wrong way about it. And then, even beyond that, okay, sure, it's kind of a... It, it's... I'm not saying it's a terrible movie. Like, I was still having fun a little bit all the way through. Wow. But when he... The way he treats Adriana at the end, I was like, fuck this guy. Like, when she goes back to the 1890s and she says, I just want to explore it, like, he kind of talks down to her and is like, dude, like, like, I re- I realized, I realized that I was wrong going back in the 20s, so you shouldn't even expose yourself to the 1890s, when in all honesty, the things that make his life better are the things he was exposed to in the 1920s. Who is he to say that she doesn't deserve to, like, expose herself to the 1890s? He doesn't stop her from staying. He lets her stay. He's just not going to stay with her. Yeah, he lets her stay, but he's like, but this is wrong. You're wrong for doing this. Like, that's his big speech to her. And she's like, but I want to stay. And it's like, well, okay, well, then fuck you. Then I'm leaving. She wants to stay forever. Yeah. Well, who's to, who's to stop her? Like, what does she really have to live for in the 20s? She's fucking all these artists that she doesn't really care for. She actually appreciates people in the 1890s. What's to keep her from staying? Again, because he believes that he shouldn't stay in the 20s? Fuck him. But the, he's not, like, forcing <laughs> her to. I, it's like he found out, like, at that point in time, is like, well, I guess I really should enjoy 
living in my present and not in that this what I yeah, think of this golden era. Yeah, appreciating nostalgia for what it is. Yeah, and but I'm, what about her? But, tw- but hold on, hold, hold, let me okay, finish my thought. And he's trying to impart that kind of knowledge. Like, I don't think you understand. Like, I've just done this. It's not as great as you think. Maybe don't do it. Like, yeah, he wasn't him imparting her. his knowledge isn't forcing her to do yeah. anything. And she made but, her own and decision. He, and anyway, then he does realize, like, no, yeah, the twenties, yeah, they're a great golden era of stuff. But I maybe I should just like live in the moment and the stuff. And that's like the whole ending of the movie. It's like you think he's gonna run into somebody on the bridge, and it's like that shop girl. It's like, yeah, now I'm starting to live in my time, in the present, in the present, and live my life presently. Yeah, but what's to say your present is where you end up, like in the 1890s or the 1920s or whatever, like. I don't think that was the point of the movie. It it (laughs) felt in a way, it felt in the way where it's like, here's my experience. You should experience my experience kind of thing. Like he dressed her down in a way where I was like, who the fuck are you? I feel like (laughs) she was. Who the fuck are you to tell this to her? She was like driving the story along. And I think she was, she was in the story in general, like to help him get that realization. Like the whole point of the fucking movie is that. He is, like, his book is about somebody who runs a nostalgia shop and is obsessed with thinking that they were born in the wrong era and that if they were in a better, in an earlier time, things would be better. And so she helps him in the storyline to do that. She is not the main focus of the movie, so who cares if she stays back? He gives his observation of saying, like, I get it. It, I've been obsessing about how wonderful and golden this was, and now I'm going back and realizing, like, no, I really should stay in my But he was still exposed time. to it, and it still helped him in the long but run. But she still stayed and made her own choice, and all he did was give an observation. She didn't make her own <laughs> choice. He told her to make a choice for herself. Like, he told her, he told her, he <laughs> told her. Why no, is that no, bad? No, 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 wait, I, I, said, I said it wrong. I said it wrong. I said it wrong. Don't ahead. fucking yell at me like, oh, cruise, you're stupid. We're not crucifying you. Say it again. Take it back. He, Say it again. He tried to tell her what to do, and then she said, no, I want to do this, and he's like, well, then it's your own fucking funeral. <laughs> so it's like, in a way, it's fucking, it, it, it felt so fucking demeaning the way he talked to her at the end, where it was like, literally, you have gone to the 20s a whole bunch of times. You've been exposed to a whole bunch of things that apparently make your life better because by the end it makes you realize that you shouldn't be in this loveless relationship but then like when she wants to be exposed to it in some way and even when she says i should probably stay here which was his feeling when he first started going to the 20s he's like no you're dumb for wanting to do that you should not you should go back to the 20s where you lived before like not even to be exposed to what you felt made you feel better when you were in the 20s like he kind of demeans her in that way and it was like kind of like who are you, you fucking pedantic prick to tell her this shit? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't find <laughs> Owen Wilson extremely pedantic I in don't this either. movie. Like, the only time I see it come out a little bit is when he's trying to, like, push back against this other... The yeah. guy. Where he tries guy. out pretentious the pretentious guy. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> just to give it back to him. Just to throw some more shit in his face so it can, like, shut him up for a minute. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't take his character as no i didn't either. that type of person i i have to go with troy i'm sorry joel i, I, didn't I just don't see that. it i just don't i see get it. it and it's like i feel like this movie definitely it it drives on the fact that you have to like owen wilson's character to really get into it and i never really did sure 
he just seems like the the minute he shows up he feels so pretentious and then like in the scenes where it's like like it never really feels like him and Rachel McAdams are even listening to each other at all. It's like listening to two people. That I agree. And it's like listening to two people argue with each other where it's like, well, then just don't be around each other. And then they don't. And then it's like, so then why are either of you bad guys? And then why should I even spend any time with you? Because you both are fucking insufferable. You're also saying the last bits of their relationship. This is not a long look at who they are as a couple. Okay, fine. It's the then, last week that they're together. Interesting take. Interesting take. Great. So why am I spending time with a, with a fucking couple that I can't fucking stand for an entire movie? <laughs> also interesting take. But also, she's the antagonist that He's drives... probably just as bad. They're her, both fucking insufferable. No, her and this like college friend of hers are the antagonists that even cause him to go for that walk to begin with. They are part of driving the story along. And I actually, I love Rachel McAdams. I feel like every movie she does, she's very lovable. And I thought she pulled it off really well as a very realistic villain who just is somebody who steamrolls her partner and is not, she's not great. Like, I actually, I thought she did a wonderful job of that. But if she was not buying into this friend of hers and, like, boosting him up on a pedestal and constantly shitting on Owen Wilson, like, shitting on him. Like, trying to actively get him to give up wanting to write a novel because she wants the money from the movies that he was so successful with. He would not have gone on that fucking walk. He's like, I don't want to go dancing with you guys where Paul is just going to be in my face the whole time. And he goes and has this experience. And he never once says that he's thinking about staying in the 20s. He is a tourist in the 20s. I, he definitely... He- who learns a lesson. He is attracted to Marion Cotillard... And he is going back to see her. If anything, the shittiest and, and that he is to her is when he first meets her, they go on the walk and he does not mention that he's engaged until it comes out in front of somebody else. And you see her instantly deflated Yeah, that he was not honest from the get go when they're having a real connection. Yeah. I think that was the shittiest moment to her where yeah. he she was just very gen and granted she was with Picasso it's not like but they were having a real moment. And I felt like that was a little deceitful because he kind of got yeah. ahead yeah. of himself. Yeah. I don't think him pointing out to her like, hey, I don't know that this is really so great. Like, there's not even penicillin. Like, maybe not. She's Who been the there fuck for cares five. If it's not penicillin. She's been there for five like, seconds. There's people that can't afford penicillin now. Okay, modern <laughs> I'm medicine allergic in the to it. 1890s. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah, really. For serious, that's my only allergy. Good to know. I just I don't know if I would hammer that home. I don't think that like she was a means to an end to get the point across of the movie. So just to me personally, it just felt like it was a lot of very first world problems, like engulfed in the idea of like, hey, the twenties, that's where I want to live. Oh, I like if anyone else thinks that same like it just felt like when he got to the Marion Cotillard part. Like, it was just like, he didn't even allow her to absorb what she wanted in the 1890s. It was just like... Well, they went to multiple places. They didn't spend it, but like, they drift through like, time. What, and he do, goes with her to the Belle Epoque or whatever. And then he yeah. they go to the freaking Moulin Rouge. And then she wants to go talk to Henry, like, or uh, to lose the track. He goes over and talk. I mean, he does let her do everything she wanted to do. He's just telling her, I don't think you should permanently stay here. They've only been there one night. Yeah. And, and by, she's ready to give up her really, life. And really, by the to time we there. are in the movie, do we need to go back to and this point? Like, yeah, four it's times, literally almost ending. But anyway, yeah. um, 
I will agree with you, these are first rule problems, because I did think that, like, the beginning Dude, of this, these are, like, this, pretty affluent this movie, people. Like this, oh. this movie made me appreciate the fact that we're living in a time now where we're getting movies like Encanto and Black Panther and Get Out, where it's like, I cannot stand any more Woody Allen. I wish I was in the 20s, and but I, because I'm so bored being so rich in the present kind of movies. <laughs> but then again, like, you can't, like, really... Well, I'm going to say, you can't really have this movie where people can kind of do whatever they want because they are tied down to an actual job and stuff. You need to have, like, I'm kind of just independently wealthy and I can just kind of do whatever yeah. or else I'm tied to a job and something else. Yeah. I just need to be able to do whatever without being tied down. Yeah. Turns out you have to be rich to do that. Yeah. I will say that, that <laughs> it did hit me a couple times this movie. I was like, this movie's fucking fancy. It is very fancy. Yeah. And, and get- <laughs> to me... <laughs> I didn't like that. That's me. <laughs> That's me. I'm very, give me a cool. fucking beer and let's anti just fucking fancy. chill. Uh, hey, guys. I, Anti-fancy. I get, the, I, I get the idea of, yeah, I get I the idea. I want to have a fucking pizza and some beer, guys. I, 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 I like, that was I, my birthday present a couple of years ago. Pizza right. and a beer. There you go, man. And I like Thank the you. way that they shot Paris, and like I thought it looked beautiful and stuff like that, but it's like there's so much shit in here where I'm just like, it just... I don't know. It just me personally. It just feels so affluent. Where I'm just like, I don't fucking care about you people and your fucking problems and shit. Like, why do you want to go to the twenties? Sure, okay, go to the twenties. That's cool. But then the same sense, it's like, I wish, I wish I had these problems. I wish I had your problems (laughs) right now. That you could. That you're like, I wish a car would pick me up and take me to the twenties. You know what I thought was gonna be worse? Because like going in back into this movie. I was reading just some, like, letterbox reviews and stuff, and I, I saw some stuff like Woody Allen, like, tries to flex his knowledge on all these other artists and stuff from the 20s yeah. or whatever. I don't think that's really true. Like, I would say, like, anybody who could do, like, a fair amount of research who was around in the time could have the surface-level knowledge of yeah. any of these people in this movie. Oh, yeah, it, like... Tarantino does it all the time too. Like in his movies, like he'll flex his knowledge of like movies from like the way, way past and shit like that. I think Tarantino is like a bigger culprit of being like This hey. movie's a big culprit of it though. Like Not, a lot no. a lot of a lot of the story <laughs> depends on the fact that it's like, oh, I'm running into Salvador Dali, I'm running into yes, this person. It, it does, but it's not like you're getting way into their life. Like it says like Salvador Dali is a surrealist painter. Picasso is here. Yeah. Ernest Hemingway is here. These are people that are just in a place. Quentin Tarantino will go on in grave detail for about a scene. For this is the movie. I the get, movie is meet the movie. Movie is meeting artists from the twenties and how much you know about how much he knows about them. It's n- but you don't get to know a whole lot about. Yeah, them. you pretty much have to. But know you know who a lot are. of them. Anybody with fucking Google. Several. Anybody with Google can fucking do that. Sure. So why are we doing this movie? <laughs> just because you're in the t- why not like it, it i don't see why that's offensive that all these people no, are i'm not in saying it. it's offensive but it's like that's that's the movie his him beating people like artists from the 20s yeah yeah so the whole so if the whole <laughs> the whole theme of the movie is i can't like not focusing on nostalgia why is like an hour and an hour of it being like there's this person they've done this they've been listening to this here's this person they've been listening to this and this like that's almost the entire movie. I don't under I don't know I don't what your under, argument is. I don't is. know what your argument is. Like, <laughs> no, I don't I'm understand. saying like I'm saying like you're you're saying Quentin Tarantino is a culprit of like 
him telling you about like what he knows about movies and shit like that. Yes. This entire movie is what Woody Allen knows about artists in the 20s. I don't think, I don't think he knows a whole all. lot about them. I no. think he can open up a Google Doc and be like, these people are alive in this time. Quentin Tarantino will go into a certain scene and talk about fun. A some... scene. Fine. A scene where he goes into intricate, intimate detail about some fucking thing he wants to jerk and spray all over your face. Whoa. About For, some fucking wow. movie. For five or six minutes, not an hour. That's fine. But guess what? <laughs> I don't give a fuck about any of that detail I don't either. either. And I think it's way more offensive Quentin Tarantino For giving... For five it... or six minutes as opposed to an hour. Yes, because guess what? <laughs> okay. It's First off, I'm going to cut in here. I'm going to cut in. So I think that is bullshit because... To the average, this is not some summer blockbuster fucking comic no, jerk you off it. movie. No, I get where it. Where it's, and I love those. Yeah. This is a movie that if you do not have a background in like the arts or something else, you do not know who these characters are. And he doesn't fucking hold your hand and say, Pablo Picasso. And da-da. like, then they mention the name. They mention like Ernest Hemingway has like tropes of like how he wrote. <laughs> they do not fucking describe it in that way. So for you to complain that this fantasy romantic film set in Paris during a time of art and cultural revolution is like Cole's overdone doing right blows now. my fucking mind out of scream. my skull. This I feel is like my favorite thing. I feel like you are picking it apart to pick it apart about things that don't fucking matter. Usually, <laughs> I'm in Chelsea's seat. Like I'm hot because I feel like this is just picking it apart for like I don't know airtime. I, I don't get it, but like. I love this. Like, to complain that it's, like, overly pretentious. Like, it's a fucking art film, okay? So if you don't like art films that talk about literature, it's like a lit a lit major's wet dream. I was an art history. Like, it is a wet dream in the sense that they are going back and meeting these very famous historical people that you probably should know something about because he does not spend, if he doesn't, there were people I had to look up. Okay. I didn't know Man Ray. I didn't know a lot of those people. There yeah. was like other people in the background that I bet you didn't even fucking pay attention to that they paid reference. Yeah. Even one of the shops that he goes into during the daytime was actually a shop that Ernest Hemingway went to that like he borrowed books from to okay. make him a better writer. So I feel like there were a lot of like little nods and breadcrumbs that you would not get if you were not somebody who was already into it. Okay. So I don't understand this. I mean, it's not for me then. Okay. I'm, I'll get it. Okay. I'm just saying, well, I'm just... and I'm fine if people don't like my movie choices. It's not that, but I do feel like to necessarily come into a movie like this to overly pick apart things like that, you're missing the point of the movie. Mm. I agree. And I enjoyed Woo! the fun of it. Like, I found it very, like, I would love to go back in time and meet some of these people. Would they be the most amazing people? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm pretentious. I don't know. I thought it was really nice. And he was he was on a paid vacation. It wasn't like his money. He was staying with her pretentious parents, and I felt like he was the most grounded out of all of them. Yes, I agree. Okay. And he departed from it because he was like, "Fuck this." These people are probably racist. Oh, they were racist. <laughs> I'm gonna comment. go in the middle. I didn't like anybody in this movie. Not one person. Shut up. I really didn't. <laughs> Not even Cole Porter. Okay, I like your name. I like the people from the twenties. Come on, Cole. <laughs> hey, Cole, let's do it. Let's fall in love. All right, <laughs> just like birds do it. Oh, like, that song like drove birds me nuts. Do it. Uh, that drove you nuts? That's okay, now I'm fucking, fucking hot. <laughs> no, now I'm fucking hot. Get hot, man. Because that movie was fun. That fucking song was great. Oh my god, I was like, birds do it. Stop. 
That was a jam back then? Yeah. God, the 20s were a horrible time. <laughs> yeah. True fact. <laughs> At least they had penicillin, I guess. At I least know. they had God, penicillin. I would have died. <laughs> I'd have died. Yeah, you would have died. I'd have been dead. <laughs> oh, no. He's got a suffering disease. Quick, give him penicillin. <laughs> oh, shit. Somehow it's worse. Oh, he's breaking out. Well, he's out. dead. His BD dead. got to him. Yep. <laughs> didn't I have my prophylactic pro kit. <laughs> that Sif really turned his Somehow brain into six cheese. beers, I fucking remember the name of that. Oh, did he drain his water first? Oh, Pass shit. Pass his water. Did I rub it on my bag? I'll take another beer. <laughs> Stuff on my bag. Um, I still say that in my regular I life. Do too. I, uh, I don't have much else to say about the movie. I have a... Uh, one more. I think there's a lot. There's, there's, not, there's not a lot much less. I do have one left to fun, say. One more fun fact I forgot to mention. Ooh, a fun fact, a double F. Carla Bruni, if you don't know her, she was like the tour guide giving yeah, um, the, the tours. Yeah, the tour guide. Tour guide. Uh, you know, the thinker. Like in the garden. Yeah. yeah, the gardens. And then she reads the yes, journal. Yes, And like okay. the pedantic guy like kind of corrects her. Yep, like, no, you're not stuff. right. Anyway, she was actually, at the time of filming us, the first lady of France. Ooh. And I don't know how they got to film this with the first lady of France Holy as an actor. Shit. About having bodyguards in the background? Yeah. <laughs> That's nuts. She was very beautiful. She was the first lady of France since 2008, up until I don't even know when. Maybe she still is. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know shit. France Parliament <laughs> or whatever Damn. it is. She's yeah. an Italian French singer songwriter. Well, there you have it. Sarkozy. Uh, anyway, fun fact. Fun fact about this. There you go. Anywho, uh, you guys want to just have some final thoughts or throw some grades on this movie? This old ditty? I'll start. I didn't say a whole lot about this movie. Um, You save it for the end. So I watched this movie last night. uh, Pretty late. Kind of like I did fucking, what was it, Stardust last week? Um, Stardust fucking sucked. But um, I... I'm kind of torn on this movie, guys, because I I agree with a lot of what Bucky said. Um, nothing struck me in this movie as like, wow, this I can relate to, or <laughs> wow, this is cool. Um, and I'm a lit teacher, but the lit the, the lit teacher in me loved seeing the characters in it and going back to the 20s and be like, oh, cool, Scott F. Scott Fitzgerald, that's awesome. Like mm-hmm. he's in a movie, that's fucking cool. Hemingway, whatever. Um, I don't teach that shit because that's all high school shit, but. Um, <laughs> That was cool to me. Uh, I hated... I don't know. Maybe it's just me being poor or whatever. I don't know. I hated the the richness of this movie. I thought it was fucking overdone. The fanciness. Um, the anti-fancy. fanciness. I'm anti-fancy. <laughs> anti-fancy. Um, I'm a big anti-fancy. I'm a big anti-fancier. Uh-huh. Um, it didn't bother me a whole lot, but... It should it, be a shirt, anti-fancy. Anti-fancy. I was actually thinking it would be a really good shirt. I like that, actually. And it's like a cut-off. Put on the list of shirts to fucking make in the next 27 years. You bet. Um, <laughs> but, um, I don't know, but in the same sense, it fucking, it kept me. I was, I was weirdly and oddly, I thought I was going to fucking hate this movie, Chelsea. I really did. <laughs> like, when I started, especially the first six minutes, oh, it I just knew. showed me I around like... fucking Paddy. <laughs> Um, torturing you, but I gotta be honest, I was hooked and I was interested the whole way. Um, guys, I'm gonna well, give what? this movie. I'm gonna give this movie a solid B. Okay. I actually Woo. kind of enjoyed this. You were the um, one I thought was gonna give it like an F. No. So I'm blown away. <laughs> no, God, this fucking podcast has changed me. You're a um, changed man. I'm a I changed. I think that's really man. cool, though. Yeah. Is it? 
No, I think it's very it? cool, even if Bucky and I disagree or yeah. any of us disagree, that there's like discourse about movies that maybe yeah. you wouldn't watch normally. Yeah. yeah. This was this is a movie that hearing it and looking at it, I go, Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but now you can say you've seen it. But I've seen it and you know what? I I might watch it again yeah. sometime down the road. So All right. There we I are. won't gift there you, you the soundtrack, but uh, I'm interested in Bucky's grade. <laughs> I also okay. Am. Here's my grade. <laughs> Flips the table. Chelsea, I'm going to start by. Oh no! I want to apologize to you. Oh no! Because I I I think that you think that my review of this is calling you pretentious. I don't think you're pretentious at all. all right. I think you're very down to earth. Okay. And uh, <laughs> person. It's gonna be an F. But. But I feel my idea of like watching this movie, I feel like it takes very pretentious takes on a lot of different things. It, it, it for Woody Allen in particular, it feels like he's forming a narrative to make himself feel better, and I don't like movies like that. It's a lot of him. It's a lot of him making a facsimile of himself to go to meet his heroes, and his heroes telling him that he really is as great as he thinks he is. That's what I took it as. See, I didn't what, even what, think of him. So and maybe what you and what you take no and what you take it as I I love that you take it as how you take it. You could tell me to go fuck myself and I would appreciate it because oh, wow. the fact that you love it that that makes me appreciate it even more. Maybe it'll make make, make my grade higher because oh, I love man. you and I I and I love anything that makes you feel better about yourself. <laughs> I'll just say that, but in terms of my opinion of it, okay. I feel like this is a guy that's creating a narrative around himself to make himself feel better about himself. Like, I feel like there's a very thin line between Larry David and Woody Allen, whereas Larry David will make a narrative about, like, look how weird I make people feel about themselves, whereas Woody Allen's being like, I'm weird and people should really form themselves around me because I'm weird and you should really get used to it. And, like, that kind of rubs me the wrong way, where it's like, dude, we're all weird. We don't have to fucking cater to your fucking weird neurotic ass like we're all neurotic so just get used to it and stop being fucking we're here and we're stop trying try, and stop and stop trying to like frame people as assholes when they don't get you and that's what i feel like this movie is it's like he's making people more asshole than what they usually are to make himself feel better about himself and that's what i don't like about it so i'm gonna give this like a d plus all right I can respect that opinion. I, I will say I don't come at this thinking about the director at all. Like, I'm not a Woody either. Allen fan. Yeah. I don't know. I know enough about him, like, from pop culture reference. But when I watched this, I had no connection to him. I simply enjoyed the story. I liked the message. Like I said, I quoted that even from The Office. I think the concept of living in the present while daydreaming about the past you know you wish you knew you were in those golden times mm -hmm. like you really wish you knew that in your life and i think now even being like you could that's even, the thing that i appreciate the most about yeah this. you could argue yeah. even as a parent like mm -hmm. i look at my kids and i'm like oh my god i'm this is probably a core memory that i'm gonna have and i'm in the moment not even realizing it so mm -hmm. i think yeah like for me i enjoy the story i did like the characters i do like owen wilson i do like rachel i mean i like a lot of them um i am an self-proclaimed art nerd so for me it was a little bit like feeling like getting lost in meeting some of my heroes um yeah sure yeah i did grow up in kind of a pretentious household so maybe i just don't i'm just <laughs> I don't, i'm taking accountability though but like Chelsea, i you're not could have a lens that i don't feel I that way you. but i love you high five i don't even think there's like <laughs> should have left them we're high-fiving on the pod right now <laughs> but i i'm i'm trying to say that like i can take some like, maybe that 
would influence it. Like Cole saying, like you're saying, like I don't like the fan. I do like fancy, and like, but I'm not. A, I'm not apologizing. I do like. I also like not fancy. But there's a part of that world that you feels did marry like, me. I did. <laughs> but could you? Troy's the fanciest you, motherfucker you know, I've ever met. Oh, shut the fuck up! <laughs> you know my mom. Like yeah, there is yeah. a part of me that like <laughs> you fancy bitch. I have a, a different background, but like I don't know. Maybe that is a lens that I. I'm looking through that I don't notice, but I didn't pick up on any of those mm. things. Yeah. Obviously, the outwardly, like, Martin Sheen was, like, very pretentious. Her family was, like, very pretentious, old-school money Republican, like, yeah. did not yeah. love them. But in a lot of ways, I'm like, I would love to have that experience. I would love to go to Paris. <laughs> and Paris is known as being, like, this really rich, like, cultured, over-the-top city anyway like look at versailles look at all of their history they're known for like being this huge influence in the world and in art and in fashion and like they're over the top that is what they are i've heard i've heard stories about paris where it's like yeah if like uh if it doesn't rain properly it smells like piss and because their drainage system's fucked up actually (laughs) like they have a wonderful water filtration system let me actually tell you that i did watch something on it but um, Paris is kind Amazing. of like the ideal for a lot of people. A lot of people who've never, even in America, oh, yeah. how growing up, there are those girls yeah. who are like, I wish I could go to Paris. So I do feel like, like even the regular people though, sitting in cafes, that is just Parisian life. So a part of it is like, maybe we don't know. I don't know. I could argue that maybe it isn't We're as pretentious. too disconnected here. Yeah. It's just not something we're used to, Midwest. but I do yeah. feel like that is a different culture. Dude, so the way they treat time in Europe, I would love that. Yes. There's so many times. They do <laughs> time off, maternity they do leave, all of it. I would love time off to nap. Yes. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah. So I obviously really enjoy this movie. Um, I'm not giving it an A. Like I, Woo. you know, I, I love that. Jude, I loved the, a lot of the listeners could connect to it. It had really great reviews. And again, I just felt like it was a really rosy film. I don't even give a shit that it was Woody Allen that made it because mm-hmm. I don't really love him. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the only kind of like blemish I would give this is like, hey, I'm not a big Woody Allen as a person fan. I just kind of cut like, that out. Yeah, just kind of disconnect the art from the artist type deal. Cause oh, like, yeah, no. Yeah. Everybody else in the movie, I do like. Yeah. So, like, I'm not going to discount the movie because they're in it either so um i do like this movie quite a bit and on a rewatch i think there was stuff that i did that was in it that i didn't remember because i mostly remember just the time travel stuff um i didn't even remember like their marriage was failing like i I didn't even remember that but going back into it like i (laughs) i was taken back by the first five minutes being like that opening montage of just Paris, and i'm like wow this is still going okay (laughs) Okay, <laughs> but took a uh, shit and came back. It was still going. <laughs> God, you and those shits. But like, I, shits. I quite fourth fest fucking stop. I and I and I enjoyed uh, Owen Wilson in this. I think he's charming. I think if it was anybody else, I, yeah, I don't think I... it would be as as good. I mean, and he just played like Owen Wilson. Like he's not like yeah. changing up his character type or anything like that. Um. But I, I thought it was fun, and it was I thought it was pretty light and breezy. Um, it's ninety minutes long, like I like it's that. Fun and fantastical. You get to meet God, like fun characters it. along the way, and you get to kind of like just hop in at moments in time of their life. And I don't know, I I really enjoyed it this time. I, I'm gonna give it an A minus. Right. 
I'm just going to add for anybody who is a fan listening to this that I kind of hoped that the the record shop girl that he ends up with in the like walking home yeah. at the end was like Adriana's like granddaughter. Oh, yeah. Ah, like in cool. a weird romantic twist because be she fun. kind of feels like Marion Cotillard. Like she yeah. has a kind of like, again, a, like ethereal kind of wispy. What about her great granddaughter? Because she ended up staying in the 1890s. Yeah, that could be it. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. But I did feel like I thought that might have been a tie in. Like Woody, know, write in. Let us know. Is it? <laughs> Like someone like yeah, we already... Hey Woody, fuck you! Don't yeah, write in. Woody, we already said you're all a piece of shit. So, yeah. uh, exactly. hey Woody, come on the pod. I'm banging his stepdaughter or something. Sick fuck. Yeah. Um... We can run him down on the pod. <laughs> really make a piece of fucking shit out of him. Yeah. Never gonna watch Annie Hall. You make dumb a bitch. fucking piece of shit. So out of him. actually, with I this still one... want to check out Annie Hall, but no, yeah. fuck him. I love Diane Keaton. <laughs> um, this movie when it came out too, it, it was like the biggest hit. Um, for Woody Allen in like a decade because he yeah. just made a series of just garbage Bombs. that's all the same. Yeah. And, and I... <laughs> Did he I, make Lost in Translation? No. No, I don't, I don't know. That was... Was that Sofia Coppola? Okay. Because I haven't been. seen that one, but I remember been. hearing it was really good and I thought no. it was him. But like, I just remember seeing Woody Allen movie trailers like around, like before this came out. Yeah. And it all looked like the same. The yeah. same kind of stuff. And I feel like this one stuck out a lot. This is just me basing my opinion. On it. It, it based a lot on nostalgia, which a lot of people can connect to. I also yeah. didn't put himself in it either. He kind of put himself well, in it. Well, he's not physically in this movie. <laughs> yeah, a lot of... I'm looking at his movie. Owen Wilson is fucking him in this movie. Yeah, I disagree. But, uh... uh okay. <laughs> he is a writer. Fucking wish A writer of movie scripts that he feels are getting stale... Yeah. Match point. Okay, he <laughs> did match point movies. with Scarlett Johansson. That's why I was getting confused. So, guys, this movie came out in 2011. Uh-huh. All right. I'm taking some Cozy Jack bits here. Oh. Uh, okay. So, this movie, 2011, domestic box. Uh, domestic. Okay? Yeah. Um, 57th came in at ranked. 57th for the year of 2011. Uh, 56 million domestic. Around it, just to give you a heads up. Yeah. Um, below it, coming in at number 60, was Source Code. <laughs> Source Code's fun. 59 was I Am Number 4. Oh, I don't even, I don't even remember that. That is a... F- I don't even know what that is. <laughs> 58, Friends with Benefits. Oh. There you go. There you go. 57, Midnight in Paris. And then a couple after that, just ahead of it, 56 was The Lincoln Lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> 55 was Water for Elephants. The R-Pats hit. <laughs> the R-Pats hit. That's true. And 54, Happy Feet 2. Oh, my God. So, um, yeah. Come in number one that year, Harry Potter's and Deathly Hallows Part 2. Oh, there you go. Oh, you can't beat that. There can't beat that. Can't beat that. 2011 history for there. About 11 years ago, guys. 11 years ago. Well, you guys want to hear the movie that you're going to miss? You bitches. <laughs> movie we're gonna oh shit yeah that's right we're not gonna be here, here. do we want to do what we've been watching oh well, yeah i want right. i want to hear see dangers it's Pit. uh Let's it's gonna it. be the wedding singer i'm gonna write i'm gonna write him on the review i've never watched it it's one of my oh, favorite dude. movies of all time and I, it's just probably nostalgia cool um, and i wish you would have picked it for this week we would probably still be friends yeah well 
Hey, remember last week when <laughs> you were like, sad. I love that movie. I'm so excited. Remember when you uh, well, Stranger and, and Bucky used yeah. to be friends? So, it didn't. I almost picked it for this, but I uh, am bringing Shaw Oof. and uh, Gross. Courtney or Lady Lady Ghost Hunter Dave. Lady Dave. Lady Man. Dave on the show with Troy. I'm pumped. I'm pumped It's going to be it. three chicks and a dude. That's right. I'm going to be pretty much sitting back, making sure the levels are okay while it's an all-woman show. You've seen this movie a lot, though, so I feel I like have. you have comments on it. I will just keep the show on track. That's why I'll Fantastic. be there. I'm going to have trouble not just sitting there saying every line. I'll tell you what. When's it? It, so we're going to be listening to this on the way to Texas. It'll drop normal time. Yeah, get ready. Maybe okay. we'll drop it like a day early. So on maybe on the way back yeah. from Texas. Our we'll plan be is to, to record this. on I'll, Monday. I'm going to watch it and write in my review. You're going to watch it? Okay. Yeah. Have you ever seen it? You're going to watch it? Oh, I thought you meant watch the podcast. <laughs> no, watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, he's oh, going to watch it. Yeah, I'll write in. I'll write in. Hell yeah. yeah. Of course yeah. I'll write you in. Should, you should watch it. It's good. Ish. I like it. My writing's going to be A minus. Yeah, I fucking hated it. It's <laughs> gonna, the worst pick I'm gonna, yet. I'm going to write in with how pretentious Adam Sandler is in the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> of course you will. If you don't, I think the internet is going to burn you alive. <laughs> You fucking piece of shit. It might be my only favorite Adam Sandler movie. Oh, wow. Well, that makes me hate you. Well, I do like uh, Fifty First Dates. Gross. What's Have the other it? Drew Barrymore like Adam Sandler movie? Fifty First Dates. There's Never another one. There's a third one. Never seen <laughs> it. Click? Not no. Click. Grown Ups? Something for no. Netflix or some shit like that. Grown Ups is good. With Drew Barrymore? Yeah, Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler yeah, did three movies. One, yeah, together. well, the one they went to Africa or some shit. What the fuck yeah. was that called? Blended. Blended. Yeah, it might have been blended. Oh, wow. That might not even be the. Is right it an Ernest movie, guys? Is it an Ernest movie? Is yeah, it's Ernest? an Ernest movie. Is, is Ernest, Ernest goes alive? to camp? No, Ernest, Ernest dies like in twenty oh three. Unless you're like, no. Jesus. Common uh, knowledge, Ernest. Is so dead. that's coming up next week. Yeah. Be prepared for a fun, different show. The eighties, taking us back to the eighties. Uh, is there anything else you guys were into this last week before we sign off for the night? Uh, I'll start. I actually watched a lot. Whoa, really? Uh, yeah. Well, I'll start off with I my normal. You're a busy little beaver. Oh, I am a busy little beaver, but I had a, a Sunday. No, I worked Sunday. I had a Saturday to myself. Yeah. Uh, where I had nothing to do. And you're like, I'm going to watch a bunch shit. of shit. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I get uh, it. First off, of course, my wrestling. I am going through the early 95 superstars on fucking Peacock. Of course. The WWE Tag Team Tournament is in full effect. Uh, the Smoking Guns. Billy Gunn fell off his horse and got hurt. <laughs> so... <laughs> So the smoking guns had to be replaced in the tag tournament by Bob Holly and the One Two Three Kid. Oh no! So they beat Well Done and moved on in the tag tournament in early '95. Also, uh, Mantar debuted. It <laughs> is half wrestler, half bull. Did he try to hold someone at knife point no. while his mom tried to hold him back? No, he didn't. No. That's for another 20 years or something, right? That <laughs> happened in 20, uh, 2011 in Sterling. Um, <laughs> reference rage on that one. That's a, that, that's a story for another time. <laughs> Catch that one on the... Uh, let's do. Let's tell that story on why to kill me sometime. Shit. <laughs> um, no, also, I started... And finished in one day. One day, guys. I could not fucking stop watching the first half of Ozark Season 4. Dude, it's so good. It's fucking... Troy, have you watched this at all yet? I've seen the first season. Okay, Dude. fucking catch up. 
It's yeah, so obviously. good. Catch up. That season. Really? Right? God, Javi? Right? Oh. Oh, fuck. my God. The new cousin, Javi? Yes. Jesus Christ. He's a fuck. He's a shit. Um, so good. So good. I, I Seriously, I started it Saturday morning. I had to finish it by Saturday night before I went to bed. Um, and then I watched a weird one on Netflix, Bad Vegan. That's me and, been Mo- in the me and Molly are watching it. We're, we have one episode left. Oh, my God. This is another one. I think I started on Sunday. And I finished it on Sunday. Like, I fucking got hooked. Holy fuck. I didn't even know what I was watching. I start, I turned it on while I could do lesson plans on Sunday night. And I didn't fucking finish lesson plans because <laughs> I got hooked into this. Bad, bad Vegan is the blueprint for assholes to watch if they want to gaslight somebody into doing whatever they want. Oh my god. It's like... It is, is crazy. so fucking What's the show? Insane. Is it Catfish on MTV? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, where it's people that aren't really them. Yeah. It's like that, but kind of different. And but to the 10th yeah, fucking yeah, degree. But she, she meets him, and then it's like to a point where it's like, yeah, and then he convinced me that he's a fucking oh. spiritual person that lives forever. He's going to make my dog live forever. Dude, it, it gets to a point where it's like, It's a woman that you? owned like... Almost like a multi-million dollar fucking restaurant yeah. in New York City. She runs a ve- she runs like, pure like vegan a, and yeah, watch. documentary. She, she runs a yeah. yeah she runs four, four big episodes. In the yeah. She runs a vegan restaurant. She's literally like the most one of the most successful people in terms of restaurant. Like she's even like building brands where it's like she's putting out her own like she she's like kind of like almost the person that invents almond milk. Yeah, like she's that fucking successful. <laughs> okay. Seriously. And then yeah. like this guy comes along that's just you gotta like be successful to milk and not. <laughs> like this guy. Like, this guy is so successful. Or, like, this guy comes in and, like, convinces her. It's, like, it's, like, with her long enough where it's, like, hey, so I'm a god and I can make you live forever kind of bullshit. And, like, like it's, like, very, like, uh, it goes on long enough where it's, like, okay, maybe I believe him kind of thing where it's, like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then it turns into where it's, like, he makes her almost liquidate her entire business. Yeah. By like fucking gaslighting her, and God. it's and it shows like how like she like pulls back and doesn't believe him at times, but then he pulls her back in. Yeah, and it's it's this back and forth throughout the four episodes. Yeah, oh, shit. Where like people that are like close to her are being like, "Do you need help?" And she's like, "No, I'm fine." And then like she fucks everyone in her life over. <laughs> oh no! And you're like, God damn it! Oh no! Like she literally could be a fucking multi-billionaire today but this guy comes in and just fucking liquidates her entire fund so she you, so he can be a fucking gambling addict in vegas oh shit it's i thought really she good. was gonna be the villain in this no no it's no she's just yeah. the hapless like fuck i felt and they show it. like a picture of the dude and he's like this like fat fuck that's mm-hmm. just like <laughs> that was those fat fucks like, do, you believe, do you believe me or not you, you find believe me out or not? throughout it like he even like falls into like he explains why he's gaining weight like he uses it in his story to her, like yeah. I have to gain weight. Yeah, like it's check it out, bad vegan <laughs> like, on that. Really yeah. Like you can watch yeah. it in the evening, guys. Like seriously, you have nothing Dude, to do. You start yeah. at five o'clock. It's, it's, it's done only by yeah, it's four episodes, like, but it's God. I, I we have one more. Me and Molly have one more left, but the whole time we're just like, fuck this. I'm so pissed. And the last episode is the most crazy because you just see the fucking decline. Yeah. And this person that ran this upscale New York yeah. City restaurant and where she ends up. Literally, like, she is, like, like she's she super attractive. Sh- she's very successful. She's, like, yeah. built all this from the ground up. And then this one guy comes in and gaslights her to, like, 
totally ruined her entire life. It's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, it's really good. Bad Vegan on Netflix. But yeah. That's me. That's what I've been into. Yeah. Guys. Wowza. Yeah. Wowza, wowza. Yeah. Wowza. Uh, see Danger Reap had anything? I honestly can't think of anything I've been watching. I don't think I had time. Yeah, I haven't. Oh, more Superstore. I'm still burning through Superstore. Superstore's good. It. Yeah, that's where I'm at. That's I've been uh, reading some stuff. I've been reading a lot of Batman. Look at you, affluent person. Bo- it Bo- is Hot a comic Man. book, but uh, it is the most gigantic the looking graphic. book. It is I am huge. reading Omnibus Two of Grant Morrison. How many Morrison's pages is it? Like 500 Jesus. pages? 600 something pages. Yeah. Holy shit! Yes. I'm more than halfway through. Looks like he's reading a freaking encyclopedia. Nice. Of Batman. A lot of Good stuff going on now in Batman. Well, not now. Back many years ago in Batman. God. <laughs> Dick Grayson is now Batman, and Damian Wayne has taken his side as his ward as Robin. God. Uh, mm, fun. Uh, hot. Some of it's fun. Some of it's very violent. Very violent. There's a lot of face eating at one part of this. <laughs> Jesus. Like faces being ripped off and eaten. Okay. I, I was like, this isn't a mainstream Batman book? Yes, it was. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's all, all right. I've been into. This Fair one. enough. I did, st- uh, the the green thumb and me have started uh, some seeds. Hot. And they've already been sprouting out I there. I love it. Honestly, so. we've been turning the TV off at night because... Like, we kind of got in the habit of, like, we would just zone out and the kids would just watch some garbage on YouTube. Yeah. And then it would just, like, just be chaos. And so, I don't know, lately we just put on, like, Spotify and just play, like, there's instrumental a music. there's a instrumental Disney song. So, you, like, it's just soft. Hell yeah. And it's amazing how it changes the mood and the, how, like, everybody just is way more chill. So, we've been doing that a lot and not watching a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And then wanting to fall asleep immediately. Yes. Nice. <laughs> yes. Like and yes. Superstore. So that's gonna do it for the show. It's already wow. Sure. We have three hours probably at this point. Christ, <laughs> uh, it's midnight. I am very yeah. tired. Um, but anyway, that's gonna be the show next week. We got the wedding singer up with the all winners squad. Yes. <laughs> Uh, that's gonna do it. If you want to write into the show like many of our friends did this evening, you can do that at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. If you want to vote in the Turn of Random Movies, you can find us on Twitter at reviewreviewpod. This week's matchup, The Graduate versus Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings. That's tough. So Weird. Cast your vote for that if you want. But until next time, I have been Troy to the Max Extreme. I have been Coach Hyven. Hey, I'm JJ the Gay. And I'm the Dangerous Lady. Chelsea, I love you. I love you too. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. And we are <laughs> off. <laughs>